podcast is brought to you by EJA Services, a moving company located out of the Utica, Rome area, but servicing all of Central New York and beyond. Let's face it, moving can be stressful. Relax and let the reliable movers take care of tasks for you. From antiques to electronics to home decor items, they have the experience and the equipment to ensure your items will arrive at their destination unblemished and on time. They can move everything from your apartment, condominium, townhouse, single-family home, or office with ease. Competitively priced movers in Utica, New York. Again, they service all of something New York beyond. Moving help, relocation services, office moves, complete packaging services, unpacking, loading services. You know what? Maybe you bought some new items for your office or your home. Shouldn't have to stress about that because they can deliver those things too. Contact their moving and delivery specialist to help you have the new furniture, art, piano, items delivered. Visit their office at 9772 River Road in Marcy, New York, or call them at 315-335-0516. That's 315-335-0516. Or go to their website, ejamoving.com, and tell them that Just Joe sent you. Me just jumping in here just to remind you, just to remind you that the Royal Auto Group and Jason Allen are a sponsor of this amazing podcast. Thank you, Jason. RoyalAutoGroup.com. That is RoyalAutoGroup.com. The Just Show podcast is brought to you by Advantage Hardwood Floors. And my good friend, Charlie, when it comes to hardwood floors, nobody better in the central New York area than him. He's been doing it his entire life. I mean, entire life. You've walked on floors that he's probably done. You've seen floors. You've seen basketball probably played on those floors. You just ripped up some carpet in your house, realized you got these beautiful hardwood floors underneath it. You want to make them look good? Call Charlie. Call Charlie at 315-463-0674 or at advantagehardwoodfloors at gmail.com. Welcome, everybody. Episode 55 of the Just Joe podcast. My lucky number and also the first in-person in, I haven't never named this studio. I have not named this studio yet. Like Avery, Avery got stuff up there, that, and she's like, "We'll name it at some point." But so, but my first in-person guests are in here tonight, and I have Joel and Krista from Branching Out Bottle Shop in Township Five here in Syracuse. So, if you're listening from around the world, you're gonna have to look up wherever. But we're gonna talk beer. We're drinking some. We got some Bahakta. 50-year-old Brandy. We got some Rip Van Winkle out of the Pappy family. I have no idea where this conversation is going to go, but <laughs> welcome, guys. Hi. Thanks for having us, Joe. Yes. Oh, you get perfect. That When you guys talk in there like that, it's perfect. So, but uh, I, I mean, the simplest question is like, what got you into wanting to open the bottle shop? I mean, where, where does the love of craft beer come to the point where you're like, I got to, this is what I want to do with my life. Uh, so I'll start. Quickly, and uh, maybe Carissa can kind of round out the the full story. Um, we have friends who now live in Georgia. Um, they were at one point living in South Carolina, my uh, North Carolina. My father lives in South Carolina. Before we had the shop, we used to go down around Thanksgiving time and visit with them. Um, and there were these cool shops where you could just go in. Get a everywhere. Pint. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. You get a pint poured, shop around, get like the coolest beer ever while you're sipping on something awesome off of their taps. And we just constantly would say to each other, we got to do this. We need this. There's nothing like this. Well, not in Syracuse. Home. I mean, we've had 
places that have craft beer. Yep. I mean, Brillbeck's, which is yep. where now or later is, is yep. where I yep. remember first going to get stuff like that and also party source. Yes. And then could, you could get stuff like that in, in Galeville Grocery. Bulk. Right. You're getting 30 packs. <laughs> right. And six packs you're getting but whatever. There was, you, those are the only things. And they only had a little bit here and there. You could grab some weird stuff. Because I remember in like the late 90s, that was where we got like different beers. Yeah. Because the only place that, because we didn't have a thing like um, beers of the world. Right. In Rochester. We just going to, but that was different than what you guys had because that was just beers around the world. You know, Hey, we're in Germany, we're in Asia. This, you guys are completely right. There wasn't anything that kind of pulled it all together. It was four years in a row. We went on vacation. We hung out with our friends. We drank a bunch of beer. We picked up a bunch of beer. We'd come back and we'd take like our kill shot, like all the, the <laughs> bottles and the cans that we had while we were down there and you could buy individuals. And every time we came back, we were like, why don't we have this? Why, where is this? Why don't we have this? Where is this? And then it was the fourth year where we, I think I said I was really unhappy in my job. And I said, well, we just need to make it. Yeah. Like it's not here. It's been four years in a row. It's not going to be here unless someone does. does thing. So I started researching and spent probably a year and a half while still at my old job, researching liquor licenses and how you make it happen. And New York hates Hates fun things in New York. No, especially food. if you're not. Hates everything. They hate it if you don't have food. Uh, or or separate licenses. My, so my theory on now and later is that they have two different licenses. I bet he does. Hey, don't blow them up. Well, I'm, so it, I, I'll, I'll have Jay, I'll, I'll, we can call Jason right now and yeah, ask him. He wants to find out what he's got. Uh, but so um, I, I'm with that. Like, it's just challenging to do what we thought. Yeah, we can't. We still can't pour you a drink when you walk in. We yeah. wanted to pour you a pint and then have oh. drink your pint and shop for the beer. And then by the time, so how do you pint, make that happen? Is there a way to make that happen? Being a bar, food. So food or stock half of half. your floor space, half of your as floor groceries. groceries. With what, like potato chips? Nope. <laughs> Toilet paper. <laughs> Potato chips. Do you know how much our floor space costs in Township Five? There's not enough room. To, I am not putting. Oh, okay. I'm not putting a, toilet it's, paper. It's how much of your floor space? Half. There was, oh, a, yeah. there was a time. I was like, wait a minute. Paper would have been oh, God. totally. <laughs> two years ago. But yeah, that that's a significant amount, especially if you want to do what you want to do. Yeah, and that would, maybe like, things that will change at some mission. point. And I don't want a full staff. I don't want a kitchen, and I don't want a bartender. I don't no. want, like. I just. I wanted you to be able to drink a beer and pick your beer out, and that's it. Yeah. New York State was like, yeah, <laughs> you can't do that. What's interesting, too, is how it's morphed. So I think initially mm-hmm. we were like, oh, we want to be able to do what our experience was. Uh, Bottle Revolution was the one that I think we were really drawn to. Or the to. glass jug. The glass jug, and, and yeah. So joints like that down in the you know Carolinas, we wanted to emulate that. And then when we got here and we started doing our own thing, we were kind of like, maybe we don't want people to <laughs> drink and beer. And, yeah. you know, like maybe you want them to leave. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. People all the time are like, oh, I'd love to just like hang out and have a pint with you. And I was like, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, because th- then you're chipping into the whole thing of being a bar and then you're going to have people right, showing up and right. then you're going to be listening to all the pro- you already listen to people's <laughs> shit all day long. Anyways, you're yeah, like, I don't yeah. fucking need this here, too. This is my not mental. Health. This, this is, is where I'm not. Escape. This is my escape from that. So, like, yeah, maybe that's a blessing in disguise in a lot of ways, maybe you so. know, 
you know, so, but you're right. And that kind of pulled it all together. And um, because I mean, New York at that time, when you guys are probably thinking about this before the shop, that's when the whole craft beer thing is really, I mean, here in, let's take an example here in Manlius. Okay. We have Heritage Hill, a couple, what, five, 10 minutes away. We have Seneca street right up here, literally right up here. We have all who wander. And now, who is it opening? A, they're opening single, cut. single cuts open right up the street. Yeah. And honestly, you're not that far from uh, Myers Creek and Casanova. No, really. Myers Creek. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I could literally, it's, except for Heritage Hill, I'm in walking distance of three amazing places with a ton of craft beer. We I don't have, have to leave here we if have I don't a, want to. Uh, and my bar. Yeah, with all this you right. don't have bourbon and whiskey. I'm like, where do I got to go? Yeah. We had a regular that I love um, who has been there from the beginning. And he came in yeah. and he said, uh, I think it was like a, six months ago, not even, which would be four years into our existence and said, like, um, I really didn't think you hit it where you needed to hit it. Like, I thought you were coming in and you were going to open up and the beer scene was already bursting. Like, it was it was, it was at the peak and yeah. you just missed it. He's like, I really thought you just missed it. And this is four years later and he's like, <laughs> you didn't. Like, it's still going. Well, it's still expanding. I'm, I think of that all the time. I'm like, man, you see these breweries opening up and it's happening. It's like, there's got to be a critical mass at yeah. some point it's but i think maybe m- maybe new york state is becoming one of those places i mean the governor was big about that years ago to be able to give these grants and help people grow hops and and yeah. all this stuff here in new york state because new york state is really prime for that agriculture so it's like he really went for it and maybe this is going to be one of our things like the carolina like Asheville is like there yes, or exactly. you're in certain parts you're in Napa Valley in California and it's wine country or you're in you're in Kentucky and you're in Bourbon Trail yeah. maybe this is could be one of our things that brings people to New York state and some people are like I'm like, hey, we got a better idea cuz it ain't coming here for the fucking weather, you know? <laughs> so like come here for the beer. So I think I was afraid of saturation at one point, and now it feels like saturation breeds competition, and competition is good for beer. No, it is. But not even competition. Like, if you think of a brewery who opened, and they're all, like, like Myers Creek or where, who um, Empire, when they were in Casanova, yeah. having a brewery next to them is not taking away from them. No. It's going to bring more people there, because they're going to want to do... Oh, if I can go to Myers Creek, then I can also go. Here. Right. So they want to like piggyback. They want right. that beer trail. They That's want what that, I like. like. That's what I like to do. Yeah. Right. Well, and that was one of the reasons why we loved Bottle Revolution is or, or whatever, uh, you know, the glass jug or whatever is because like our shop, you can just try one of anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, and when you're traveling, you like everything on their shelf, we had never had. Right. So we were just overjoyed <laughs> i know because yeah. there's stuff that just won't make it here exactly. you know that they're too small right of a now. small that of a badge right you know that's like tequilas if you ever jump into the whole tequila world there's a whole tequila Not world for carissa no i love tequila but i love yeah. too but tequila's got a very similar thing and i realized that when i started being in the southwest and closer to mexico and towards those areas like i was seeing tequilas and trying tequilas i'm like what is this they're like well it's so small batch and small yeah. things you'll never see it in new york and if someone does it's because they got it here. They, you rarely ever get it, you know. So tequila gives me a bullet belly. A, a bullet, what? Bullet belly is what I call it. It what? turns into a boulder. 
Like Ooh. one drink of tequila will turn my entire stomach into a bulldog. I turn in the sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> that seems accurate. <laughs> like the guys in Brand New Sin, we're going to divert. We'll get back to the craft here. But like yeah, yeah, yeah. we, all of us in the band always had, like we have our first person who our personality is now, but you, everyone has that second personality when they're like drunk, not buzz, oh. but when you get to that. Oh, we have names. Uh, yeah, we have names. So everyone has a nickname when you get to that other thing. Yeah. I was sloth because. Because if you got if you got me in enough tequila, hey, sloth love chunk, and I wanted to hug everybody and just like, hey, you guys, you know, stand on top of the van. So oh that's God. what tequila does to me. This is perfect. So tequila, oh probably beyond bullet belly, tequila might bring out uh, Carissa's altar. What's her name? Margo. Who is Margo? <laughs> and so what's very we interesting about this. this at the time. So, he named my alter ego because um, I don't know who she is. I'm blackout right, this right, time. Man. I'm only mean to She's Joel. Horrible. I am hilarious. All my friends love Margo. Everybody we know loves Margo. But there's, Joel, there's some deep-seated. Oh, my God. Have I'm you, so he, he's mean. He's trying to probably break I'm this down, so too. I'm so mean to Joel. <laughs> I'm definitely. I'm definitely. Because uh, there's, there's a yeah. reason. Uh-huh. When everyone, yeah, there's uh-huh. a there's a psychological reason why it that happens. Sure is. <laughs> so what's crazy is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is probably my favorite movie of all time, right. and subconsciously, I think I named her Margot because why why is the carpet all wet? Why is it I don't know, Margot. Margo. I right? didn't like, know about that, and I named his alter ego Todd. I literally did not Perfect. know about that. That's that's some and it some was, it was shit. Be Brad or Todd because no, those Todd, are no, kind Brad of douchebagging yeah. names. So no I offense any of those I'm guys sorry, either. Brad or Todd. So I gave him a <laughs> Brad. To so all Brad's and Todds and Margos and Margos. We, uh, we apologize. I only know one. An apology. I only know one Margot personally, and that was my my brother Mike's first wife. Her name was Margot. Was she a Margot? She was definitely a Margot. <laughs> She will never hear this. The, the Actually, only- my friend Rob, who I'm still friends with, that's his sister. He might hear it and he'd probably agree he'd with probably. me, too. <laughs> he'd probably agree. He's totally agree. Yeah. The only Margot I know personally was in my sister's graduating class two years before me. They went to somewhere in Florida for the senior trip. I'm just learning She this. stole fucking everything. <laughs> and they were on a bus going somewhere. And like the cops pulled the bus over. <laughs> and my my sister's like, uh, what is happening? Well, turns out Margot stole a bunch of shit from wherever they were. I would do that. <laughs> yeah, the alter so, ego does shit. Yeah. But then yeah. there's like we'll get back, but like we also had there was a few people that would go into the third person. Like you gotta be mm. you've gone past blackout and you've gone to the per like most people black out after the second person. And then fall but, asleep. But there are some people that can actually touch the whole other that's a other different realm. that's a it's different dimension realm. and realm. <laughs> and our old tour manager, oh, Chucky, used to be able to go on that and we're like, yes. dude, we're gonna fucking leave him on the side of the road for this type of guy. Did you give him a name? Chucky went Derochi. To- well, there's Chucky Love, Chucky fucking love, and then there's Derochi. Derochi's which is a whole yeah, Derochi's like, oh fuck, Derochi's here. We got we gotta, we gotta go. go. We gotta go. <laughs> so all of us but we'll all right, let's but let's yes. go back. But so yeah. 
the bubble hasn't burst. I don't think it's. <laughs> We're talking tough. No, listen. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll always we, be. We I'll, knew to not know what to expect. I will. I will know. I will know how to reel us back. So, but I reel us back. But like I said, like if someone's coming out this way, they can hit Heritage. They can swing by Alder Wander. They can stop at Seneca Street, single cut, and then go right out to Kaz. And then also out in Kaz, not only is there's Myers Creek, but you also have the distillery that's out there yes. as well. And then you, you got all these really cool small restaurants and everything else. I mean, all the water moving into this location up here was the, oh my God. We still have to check it out. So <laughs> I'm so, so mad. Good. We literally drove by it and I was like. Well, yeah, and it's no. not open today. We, I know. I they're not open on Sundays. We love you guys. Sorry. We'll be there soon. <laughs> sorry, it's sorry, Dan and Joe. Far away. We're still going to do a collab with you. Yeah, we are. Yeah, but the, their pizza's great, and they do, they're they never not busy. Yeah, They're never right. not busy. I love that. And, and I love that about the beer industry right now, because it, like I was saying, like if you have a brewery and then another one opens next to you, it's not really like, right. oh, you're taking my customers. It's right. Like, cool, no, you're bringing no, more. Save it for does, us. because that was always the thing. When you put a collective thing, like when Armory Square was put together and all the restaurants, mm, you're like, yes. you're not all competing. You're all like, hey, I'm going to go here and then we're going to go there. And then we're going to, it's like, it's this misogynist, yeah, that's a mis- incestuous, yeah. whatever you want to say that you go down there and they, uh, and they all, yeah, giddy up. They all do that. But, but I'm going to do it this way. When single cut opens up there, I'm going to walk so to that excited. one because it's uphill. Yes, and then we're going to walk down the hill because eventually all of it just flows to it here. I'm the lowest point. So I just can keep <laughs> rolling down the hill and eventually end up by house. Sounds like Bridge Street running. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. Boy, yeah. yeah. Get a white T-shirt and have people sign it and start a single cut. And yep. just so how, how long did it take once you're like, OK, we're going to do this. And then you're like, holy shit, we got to get inventory. Right. So like. Here's the thing. You're, you're spending all the money up front to get the shop built and everything else. But then you're like, holy fuck. It's not like you're like, hey, I'm a, a convenience store. I'm going to call Cisco and we're going to get this and we're going to get the chip guy to drop this stuff off. You guys are like, okay, how are we going to get fucking inventory of the shit that, that you just can't get from like the the beer distributors around here? Uh, was sh- that was short that- story? Yeah, we like, didn't. Short story is we opened the doors with distributor beer. Okay, like our, I have pictures of a pallet that is twice as high as I am, and they had to come in the front door because the, the back door is not big enough. <laughs> and it was like um, Great Lakes, Flying Monkey, uh, Sloop. Not even Sloop. It was like so cookie cutter. Basic beer. But you had to get the doors open. You had to start making money yep. so you could do what you do. Yep. Because otherwise you're like, okay, we're not financially completely independent to be able like, I, we're going to go spend. Know. I mean, I mean, what, what do you have any idea if you didn't do a beer distributor, how much money would have cost to fill your store? On your oh, own. I've done this. Um, okay. So You're a numbers girl. I want to hear. I want to know what this would account. I love I this. Know. So I think it's about if we were to have a fire today. I think it is about two hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so wow! Without a distributor or distributors, you think that would still be the number? No, I think the inventory on the shelf right now is probably two hundred and fifty. Wow! So that's what have been like. You would have had to spend at least a hundred G just to do it on your own to get somewhat of a stock in your store. Did spend about a hundred thousand dollars, and and we didn't have that middle section. That middle section wasn't there. So it was just the shelves on the outside, and it was about $100,000. So I will never forget the first delivery that we received because we had this. They fucked up our floor. They fucked up our <laughs> We had this beautiful, oh, pristine yeah. shop. Shiny. Oh, it, yeah. So in, in comes. Aww. So we, we prop open the front doors. These, you know, French 
French doors open up. In comes a fucking pallet glorious door. And and then, you know, uh, a pallet, a pallet, a mountain high comes right in the front. Beautiful floors. And the guy pulls the pallet jack out from under and it's like. <laughs> and the floors are fucked. So and I'm bad. like, oh god, I got, oh, oh. <laughs> you got to, you got to call your landlord at that point and be like, dude, we totally fucked up your brand new floor. It's hilarious because we were both so upset, and then like a year later, we're like, fuck these floors. <laughs> we don't care, like at all. We slide. It's, it's character. Them. Yeah, it's, ca- we, it's yeah, character at this yeah. point. Oh my god, it was hilarious. We Be- both people like- don't walk in and go, "Wow, what beautiful floors you have." They walk in and go, "Oh my god, oh, you got- yeah, yeah they're there. not looking down." I mean, if they can look down, they're going to look at barley, you know. Yeah, right. And they're not yeah, looking right. at the floor. Yeah. Um I mean, I'm trying to remember when you guys came in on radar. I think it was really K-Rock and I think Josh talking about. It. I'm like, "Oh my god, they didn't I knew that Pete opened his place over there." We were 3 months behind him. Okay. Yep. And I didn't realize that you guys were wrong. I went over and saw Pete quite a bit because Pete's an old friend. So I was like super stoked because that side of town just needed something like that. You were, you were. It's wild. There's people that are local that haven't been there in forever. And they're like, this was a field. This was literally a field. Yeah. Like five years ago. Well, and for what it's worth before Pete even knew us, he recruited. So he Mm -hmm. talked to our landlords Mm -hmm. to make sure that we were his neighbors. And well, it's a one-two punch. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a without fact. a doubt. He That's, heard there was a beer store looking in Camillus, and he reached out to the landlords, who then reached out to us and said, "Hey, we've got a liquor store going in. We we think you'd be a good neighbor to a liquor store." And we were like, "Yeah, that makes a lot of yeah." Because sense. how many how many places? I mean, there's very few places that you can you're next door to well, each it's other. New York, so you like you have to do it this way. You can't right. have. The grocery store doesn't have wine and booze and beer. Right. And I like, mean, the closest thing you got is like here over at the DeWitt Wagons. Yes. Yep. You can go there and then you can go over to, you know, Liquor City or whatever. I don't know what the hell is that's Liquor called. Isn't Liquor City owned by Wegmans? There, it is, but it isn't because okay. they got into, uh, they got into a, ker- so. a kerfuffle a couple of years ago. Some laws that went on because they, they weren't allowed to like own. Right. Both, so they had to create a separate licenses. It was, ah, it was something. It was New York State sucks. They had, to, yeah, it literally had to came down to the the blue law, and they had to like do some shit. And even Wegmans with them, Wegmans money could they could have been like, well, what do you need? What do we got to grease here to make this happen? And they couldn't even make that happen, so they had to make. But that's the closest thing you probably get to what you guys, but not like walk out one door and right into the other door. It's insane, and I always giggle at people who will say, "Oh, can can I get a bag or something?" Because I'm going to go to the liquor store next door, and and we're like, "Well, you you can, but they really don't give a shit. They're used to it by now." Right. Every time they come in with like a box of wine or whatever, I try to scan it because I'm like, I want to see if these barcodes ever repeat. Someday, someday, I'll get a repeat barcode. Oh, I never even thought about that. Yeah, they. I mean, people come in all the time with boxes of wine or, or like cases of wine and. I'm like, what'd you get? What's in that? Yeah, what's in that brown bag? You? Yeah, we what, always what ask. What kind of bourbon did you, you get? get? <laughs> <laughs> what'd you get? <laughs> so when when the door the doors open and and you started getting the people kind of wandering in and hearing and and then it just kind of built. I mean, at this point, how many years has it been? Four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. So you're thinking 
think of how many people that you've like, you know, I mean, a majority of your traffic is probably people that you see a good majority of the time. Yeah. 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 We have a lot of regulars. We have, uh, so we got the Smurl Instagram follower counter thing <laughs> because frequent them in, uh, Ken Dago has one yeah. and it's addicting. It's like just a little ticker on your wall and it, it shows live how many followers you have on Instagram and it's so fun to play with. Like you unfollow and you follow and you unfollow and you unfollow. So I, I bought one from France. We have like 5,200 followers. Huh. It's insane. I never in my life thought I'd ever have 5,000 people who want to follow us and learn about beer. Well, I mean, he's fine. He's just trying to get some booze. <laughs> Barley's in his <laughs> You guys are like, who's Barley? Barley's, <laughs> Barley's their dog. dog. He's a shop dog. If you guys ever end up at branching out, he, he'll come over. Plus, if I turn those one those lights on in the back, you're probably looking for sky raisins because those oh, are the yeah. same style. But Barley's your dog, and you'll always see him. Those are bugs that he might get into. All right. Those are insects. You smell them? You might. You might. Well, he, he won't, he won't be able to open his zip But you, but could yeah, pro- you probably have a lot of people that are following you, because I follow breweries in different yeah. places. that I, They're on the other side of the country, but I really like what I they're love doing. That. And you, you learn stuff, and then you're like, all right, well, I want to find a way to be able to get this we have um i don't know if you know sarah and what's her boyfriend's name at middle ages uh, so she's in the beer industry and she follows us but she has friends that she went to college with that are all down the east coast and they all follow us and every year they come up for like just before the holidays they do like a reunion of their college friends yeah and she has a weekend where they all come up and they all drink beer and they all follow us and come in and have our posts and like Give us our post and like, do you still have this? Do you have this? Like they, they'll send her screenshots in the middle of the year and be like, Sarah, go get this for me. Go get this for me. Like from North Carolina, from Florida, yeah. from wherever. I think it's so cool. That, that's why I don't think the bubble ever really burst right? because the people are so, so passionate cool. about it. I just want to set the record straight real quick. It's Sarah and Trevor Osgood. Trevor. They are husband and wife. Um, it's not, it's boy her boyfriend. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, he's well, a boy, and he's, he's, he's her friend, he's but he's also her husband. He's definitely her friend, as far as I'm aware. Uh, but, Today, yeah. we'll see what tomorrow rings. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's a but it's it, it's the coolest thing. It's like, I mean, me growing up, my my experiences with beer were just you know, my grandfather drank Peels, Schmitz, Schlitz. Schlitz. No, no, there was Schmitz. Schmitz as well. Schmitz. Schmitz was like a red stripe bottle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Smutty, like the the snub nose bottles. He had Schmitz, Peel's Black Label. Hey, Mabel, Black Label. That's what he had in his thing. So that was my introduction to beer. That was my my dad drank or PBR. So you're just like, when you think of beer, beer, this is beer. And I'm like, meh. And then I got older and we, in high school, we just drank Milwaukee's Best. Milwaukee's best ice. I thought I was being really sneaky mm. and I took a beer out of the beer fridge in our garage and it was O'Doul's and I thought it was <laughs> so naughty and super cool. And it was like three O'Doul's later <laughs> that I was like, this doesn't have any alcohol. This doesn't have any alcohol on it. <laughs> but those are my introductions to beer. And I don't think I really was introduced to something other than like what I would consider beer. Just beer, beer, which most of those beers are either lagers or Pilsner, right? That's typically, yeah. right. Those are, that's what everyone grew up on. When I got to Rochester was a different story. Rochester, Genesee Brewery at that time was kind of starting to yep. push the envelope before they even got bought when they were still owned by the old company. So they were getting 
we would go down to their old, and you get something like Honey Brown, or you got something else that they were doing. And then we went up, and then we ended up at um, Beards of the World. And then I came home one weekend and my buddies are like, we're going downtown. We're going to this place called the Blue Tusk. I'm like, what's the Blue Tusk? And they just opened. And that was, honestly, that was when my brain got blown. 70 something taps or whatever. That was the first time I'd ever been to a bar in New York State where it's like, what the fuck is this? They were so far ahead of their time. That's why I was so sad this past year when they were closing. I'm like... At this point, they kind of like, if someone just discovered them, like, oh, they're just like this, blah, 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 they name all right, these places. Beer, but I'm like, I don't think you guys understand. No. There was nothing like the Blue Tusk anywhere in upstate New York. Not Rochester didn't have something like that. Buffalo didn't have something like that. Nobody had anything like the Blue Tusk. And that was when I was like, what's an IPA? Dead guy ale. Let's, what is this? Oh, you know, yes. like. Arrogant bastard. Arrogant bastard. Ah. And what's the first time I ever had a beer that was like 9% alcohol? Yes. You know, yep. because Belgian before that. Chappelle, uh, any other style besides Pilsner Lager. What, so what was, let me ask you and you, what was your introduction to this world then? Like, what was that beer that like, mine was probably dead guy. An arrogant, arrogant, was it arrogant bastard? Yeah, that, that was my introduction. Like, what is this world about? That was mine. What would do you remember? What yours was? Yeah, so all the way arrogant bastard for me. Well, same. I I, uh, I just remember like the the attitude and appeal of Stone Brewing and how like yeah. the tagline "You're not worthy." Yeah. And I remember drinking it the first time. It's a strong ale. It's not. It's not an IPA, even though they slay IPAs. I remember drinking arrogant bastard and seeing that "You're not worthy" tagline and being <laughs> like. Yeah, the fuck I am. I love this shit. Right, right. I love this. It was brilliant, brilliant marketing. What, what was yours? Uh, Ithaca Apricot Wheat. Another one. And that, that was, that's another brewery that like between Empire and Ithaca. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, it, the other thing is. Yeah. I don't think on, people understand the push that Empire did for oh beer God, in yeah. New York State. Yeah. And Dave. Big props to Dave out there because, yep. you know, regardless of how things ended with Empire, yep. Dave is freaking... I don't think New York State would look the same without Dave. It would 100% not. Think about this. So those, the intellectual property of those recipes were purchased by another brewery and are being made in perpetuity. That, that is a mark. That's a, that's not normal, right? Like to have to, what are they? 20 something years old. And then to have the, the the recipes remain in production from another brewery now barely touched i mean i think minimally they've been changed or whatever uh you know the grapes are different now for deep purple or whatever the case may be but but no to to have iconic recipes that exist beyond your brewery that seems like a big deal to me no because it's a lot more than just like he started the New York State yeah. Brewers Foundation, yeah. you know. He did a ton of stuff. And he did a, a ton. Shame that I just didn't. It, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, but then and anything happens. I mean, right. Sears is closed now, for Christ's right. sake. I mean, yeah. everything comes Actually, to an end at some point, The Sears in right? Binghamton is now a beer tree, so I'm okay with really? that. Really? Get out of here. The Sears, I think it, it was at JCPenney's, but uh, I mean, it doesn't really. For the matter of the story, tell me Sears in Binghamton. By the way, have you checked out the new beer tree in Binghamton? That's a It used to be a Sears. Right. But that, that, those are my introductions. And then once that kind of went down the rap, once I went down that rabbit hole, then it was like, all right, what's going on? And then when I started touring with Brand New Sin, 
and we're going to different places. And then that was when I started seeing different beers. I'm like, Hey, this is our local thing. Empire is probably the one that really pushed it. Like when it comes to local breweries, Empire. And I remember the first time going to Empire Brewery, the version one, version 1.0. And we used to go there. My my ex, my first ex-wife and I used to go there because she worked at Dinosaur and they used to do ska bands down there. Oh, Oh, that's amazing. Bim Scala Bim would play there all the time. That's awesome. And, and, oh man, I'm, oh, oh, crap. (laughs) I'm going to forget. I want to say the toasters. Maybe it was a couple bands from New York City and they always had ska bands in there. And we went down there and that was like, that was my introduction. Like, hey, this is local and this is craft beer. And that was, that was when I went down and I'm like, you know what? I can never drink this other shit anymore. Well, I can't call it shit. I mean, I do like a good one. If I'm going to sit down and just drink with my buddies, we're going to drink Labatt's, you know, because that's club. right. And, or Utica Club. Yeah. One of the two. If I'm just, because that's the day. Let's talk about the dangers of craft beer. It's like awesome before, like you get a Molson Bredor 5%. Whoa, man. Slow down. Well, They're easy, 5%. Easy, easy, now 5%. Easy. It's like, oh, that's all you're drinking. You pussy. pussy. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like now it's like, I'm sipping on a 9% yeah. double IPA at this yeah, point. Double I mean, but then you, but then you start going down this hole and then you got someone like dogfish doing a, a 120 and they're like, well, it could be 15 or 19. Yeah, we, we, really we don't really know. You just figure be, it out. Just be careful. Put it, put it in your basement for 10 years. You'll figure it or out. So. Or so. But that, that's the thing. It's like, wow. Now, now that, that was when all of a sudden, now you go into the bars and like they have, they have to by law put what the ABV is. Oh yeah. Because before they didn't. No, they didn't care. No. Some of that stuff too. If you get a pour of 120 in a bar, you're getting like a four ounce pour of it. You know, that's smart though. It's very smart. No, it's smart because. And that price. Because Empire, when I played there, I played there every Thursday night for like four years. Oh, it was, they, had, they had one they had to downgrade. They were pouring it in 16 ounce, like a pint. It might have been Deep Purple because it was like 7%. And then they had to deep start. Deep Purple was 9%. 9% at one, at one time. But one what point. got me in trouble was their, um, oh, crap. Dragon, Red Dragon. No, 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 no. It was their. <laughs> what's the. Oh. I just love the microphone on your eyeball. I know. Right I'm now. just trying to think of it. That, like they could only. It's usually about thirteen percent. I want to. It's not a Scotch Ale. Shit. Oh, I know. Are this, we have I know this beer. No, there, there's a beer, but it's a certain style that's always really. It's oh, not their We yeah. Heavy. It's not their Loca. So no. barley wines would be barley wine. Yeah. Barley wine. It was their barley wine. That's me. Oh my god, that's me. What me? Me? No. So I went down there and they're like, "Oh, we." Tim was like, "Oh, we got a barley wine I'm coming." I'm like, "All right, let's do that." And he's just pouring them in pine glasses. No, and, sir. No, well, he no, he, sir. Well, I was I was the musician, so I'm drinking yeah, it, uh-huh. and I drank like two two mm. pints, and then I did a shot of mm. JMO, mm. and I get up on stage, and within the first thirty minutes of my three hour gig, I'm like, up on I'm like, sir, who wants to hear like, this song? What? I'm like, what's going on? My hands weren't coordinating with everything. I'm like. It's going to be a long night. And I go, I look at Tim. He brings me another one. I'm like, dude, what? What's in this? He's like, oh, they're like 13%. I'm like, dude, I got, I got to play the rest of the night. I'm not going to make it. I'm not like going to make music? it. I had to call my roommate. I'm like, you're going to have to come. I left my, all my shit set up. I told I told everyone wow. at part. I'm like, I'll be back before lunch tomorrow morning to break it all down. I just, I can't function. I got to go home. <laughs> Barley wine. It was their barley wine. I don't remember what the name of that one was. Barley wine, Harris. Oh boy, I've but, got music. But yeah, that that's the thing about craft beers. Is like 
now it's like, okay, how do you, if you're going to drink with your buddies all day, you got to find something that's not a seven or 8%. That's why we brought through those Kolsch's. Yeah. Kolsch or all day. I love IPAs, but I love that they came out with like all day IPAs. Session. Session IPAs. IPAs. Other half recently has had a couple of really great, like five and a half percent IPAs, which is phenomenal, right? You get all that flavor. The nice, hoppy, yeah. bitter. That's what I want. Yeah. But I'm loving that Ella Soul Roll. It's like a half yeah, between a Kolsch and a IPA. It's like those, a hoppy. Right? I'm going to go get one. Listen. i got to go get one. Go get one. There's the Sam Sam Adams has a light and hazy, non-alcoholic. Yeah, uh, That it's really freaking good. We've sold a bunch of that because people are just crushing. So we have. He, here's the other advent of craft beer is. Uh, non-alcoholic and gluten-free beer yeah. that actually tastes Because for years, non-alcoholic beer, like there's Wait. times I bought Brooklyn Breweries. Ish. Yeah. Right. Ish. Ish, ish, ish is a good point. Yeah. Relatively. My, <laughs> I did not like anything non-alcoholic, but there's times during the week. Open that thing right now. You had both hands <laughs> on that beer. Um, there's times during the week I want to drink a couple beers, but I'm like, man, I got to get up and run in the morning. I got to go get Avery. I got all these things to do, but I want a good tasting beer. And now I've realized like Brooklyn Brewery's got a bunch of great ones. Sam Adams, that one I tried the other day was like, all right. The they, NAs are the that, low, low alcohol. Yeah. Just NA. NA, NA. Brew dog. Athletic. Athletic. And I'm like, all of a sudden now they've like, okay, they figured us out. And then there's even hop water. Oh, the Lagunitas. I, like, I like the hop water. It's like it's like seltzer. It's just right. seltzer, but it tastes hoppy. It reminds it's me hoppy. of like a a wonderful, flavorful tea. Yeah, like a hoppy green tea. Yep. But yeah, that's why now you're going to be able to get the people that don't want to drink beer or are. I know a recovering. friend who's a recovering. Yeah. There's a guy, one of the biggest crossfitters in the world, the goat of all time, Matt Fraser, gave up drinking when he was 22 because he had a problem awesome. and he yeah. stopped, uh-huh. but he loves athletic brewing. He's actually sponsored by oh, athletic brewing. Cool. So he's like all time. I'm going to crush it. And like one time he did a competition and got done and he shotgunned an athletic brew. He's like, Hey, I still miss some of these things, but I can still have the flavor of this. And there's some really good, um, dietary. There, there's good positive things yep. when you remove all that and you can still get all the good stuff. That's in oh, the I see. I see. Yeah. yeah. I just learned something really cool about a guy I've seen on TV do amazing shit. I did not know he was non-alcoholic. Who's that? Matt, Fra- Matt Frazier. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. That's awesome. Yeah. He stopped drinking. He had a problem and he stopped, but he still loves his beer. So he still drinks athletic. He's He'll drink other ones, but he's always, he's sponsored by athletic. So they're sending him cases. And athletic is really good, too. It is. It's probably the most positive feedback we have from a non-alcoholic beer. Okay. Do you have a favorite brewery? Like, do, do you think there's one brewery that you've had that, like, they can do no wrong? Or is there a couple? Okay, so, okay, there's a couple, and is it's not be- no wrong. It's, I have a couple breweries that I will blindly, here's how I say it, I will blindly buy a four-pack of whatever they make. Okay. So, we do singles of everything. Right. If it sounds funky or it sounds like you're interested, you buy a single, right? Like, right. oh, this is, I might like this. I will blindly buy a single from Finback of anything. Okay. And Beer Tree of beer anything. Tree. Yes, I of agree. Of anything. Beer Tree. 
Like Finback does, I mean, I both of them, Pilsners, them. Lagers, Stouts, all the styles. Because so many breweries are, they're really well-versed in one. Yep. Mortalis and, does and smoothie sour. Right. Smoothie sour. Or like K2 is really known oh, for their sours. Spicy. And they yeah, spicy. They do right. sour. Yeah. But there's like, man, who's doing it and doing all of them good? Both of those two. So locally for me, it would be Aurora lately. Oh, I, yes. There just is okay. nothing. Uh, I, they're crushing. They did like a smoked porter and fish beer and yep. a Keller beer. Like they did. Well, these, and their IPAs are off the right. chain. Like they're, the IPAs yeah. and the sours are there, but they did like the traditional beers, and they are so good too. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try Aurora. I always thought Southern Tier really does a good job with anything they put out. So forever, it's interesting. You asked earlier, like, what was the beer that got you in? Southern right. Tier. And so Arrogant Bastard was. The beer that got me in, I used to have, and and this is so. This is what shows the age of you know being a a beer drinker. I used to have a go to of two X IPA. Ooh, I boy. used to drink that beer. That's all right. It's going to have a consistently. Um, I don't anymore. I mean, there's so much more in my mind that that provides the flavor and appeal that I'm looking for. But um, that hand over fist, I would buy and in all two honesty, times IPA. I love Southern Tier. It sells for us, but it's been so mainstream. Like every grocery store has it. Yeah. So it's hard for us. They to become like them. a Budweiser. Yeah. Like, for us to get the one-offs, there aren't any one-offs. Every grocery store gets right. their one-offs. So it's like, I like All right. That. Well, cool. Happy for their growth oh my God, and be yeah. able to do that. For for, sure. As a company, that's for what you sure. want. But for what you guys want to do, you're like, no, okay, well, you can get that over at the corner store. Right. You know, you get the A plus right. if you wanted to. Now I'm looking at breweries like Abomination, mm. um, Evergreen, Drecker. Like these are these are the up and coming breweries. Well, honestly, they're not even up yeah, and coming. They're, coming they're just new ish to this area making outstanding liquid. So what out of uh, what was the one we just had today? The green can or, or I'm sorry, orange with the lines on it. It was the first time we've ever had them. And they, oh, Barclay. Barclay. We've Barclay. Hmm. We had it for the first time. They gave us one of their beers, and it was so good. I've tried to name all the ones that are just in Syracuse. And my buddy. It's hard. Darren, who works for Lagunitas. I love him. The Laginitis guy? Oh. Yeah. Did he tell you that story? Well, no, I'm going to have to. I, here's the thing how I know Darren. I'm going to definitely send him this podcast. Yes. Darren and I. <laughs> Matt, when I was in college, freaking almost 30 years ago, and Darren was best friends with one of the girls that went to college and was in our crew. And she goes, oh, my, but they went to high school together. So Darren and I, and Darren was into that whole world then. And I'm like, I'm going to drink Natty Light or whatever the hell the fuck we're drinking. But Darren was into that whole world. So Darren is like, he was the first beer snob. Yeah. That I ever met in my life. And that was 30 years ago. And like, and then he just kept going to enough of these brew places and then he eventually got a fucking job. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you ever he, seen his business card? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, what is he's, he's got like 10 of them, but like intergalactic purveyor of something Things. liquids yeah. and yeah. whatever. Yeah. But because that's what he did. Eventually he was just going to all like the great American brew fest and he'd go so often and he made so many friends that eventually they're like, Hey, you want a job? And he left what he was actually doing in life and got into what he was really oh, passionate yeah. about. So huge pronouns, the Preach. fucking Darren Wheat. 
we had Darren in for a tasting a couple of years ago, and I got to tell you, so we've we've we're getting back into the tastings now. We had him a couple of years ago, and he's like the smoothest operator yes. ever. <laughs> he will he tell you everything so about the beer. But it'll be so dead. You won't even know he told you. No. You won't even know he told you. So the Laginitis story is. Oh, yeah. Why would you call this beer? What's that to Laginitis? He tried to talk. Like, we were just talking about how you say Lagunitas and how it can get bastardized over and over. Yeah, of course. He's doing tastings and he's like just people who are like, where are you from? What are you? What are you doing? What are you selling? And he said his favorite one was, oh, is this Legionitis? Legionitis. And we would just like roared like that is a sexually transmitted right, it's disease. A, that's a, I remember him being like, you're, you're going to need a cream for that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I think I'm sorry, but was like, like, no, it's not. But you probably should see I'm your sorry, doctor. I'm sorry, sir, but you have legionitis. <laughs> have like, you talked to your wife about your legionitis yet? <laughs> Like you could hear that it's a commercial. Yes. If you are suffering from legionitis, but there is a brewery that was a small one, and like, look at what they did. Look what they've done. Look what look what, what? even someone like Sierra Nevada has done. You know, you that's, think of these beers that three really, California breweries so yeah. far, by the way. How about Bell's Point? You sold, sold for, for a billion dollars. What did they really? Billion do- Holy shit. So not only did they sell for a yep. billion dollars, but they had a do not compete. So the guys who owned it could not brew beer. So what did they do? They opened a seltzer, <laughs> seltzer company and sold it for. Not seltzer. It was uh, like mixed drinks in a can. Oh, you're right. You're right. Well, Cocktails like, yeah, in yeah, a can. Yeah, yeah. Multi-million. Yeah. Not a, Cocktails not a billion, in a can. But, but sold it for like millions of dollars. That's great. <laughs> They're like, okay, we can't Well, that's why I'm excited Then when I go out on this tour, because this episode will probably come out, let me think, this will probably come out right before I leave for tour. So Yay. like when I leave for tour, I'm going to go into California, and I haven't been to California since this whole thing kind of became a thing. It's been 15 years, so like... Wow. But getting back to it, like I just think about what goes on here in Syracuse, and we've talked about just what happens close to Manlius, but I... I tried to one day talk about all the breweries that are just in Syracuse, and I couldn't even come up with all of them. You mean like all 400? Yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> man. No, I honestly, I think there's like 650 in New York State right now. Holy crap. And you think about just parts of the state that just, I mean, you're going to go up to Oswego County. Is there a brewery in Oswego yes. County? Uh, cellar Door. Where is that? That's that's fair. Uh, it's like off of Water Street some. Oh, it's in Oswego. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. You're, talking, you're thinking about counties like that or some of those other counties. That, yeah, like, there's yeah. just definitely not they any don't. breweries yeah, in there. Right. Uh, and some of those deep recesses of upper state New Tom York. And, right. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, here you are. So there's concentrations everywhere. And obviously, oh my God. The, the, Brooklyn? especially the, seriously, Brooklyn, you could you could get there, park your car at a hotel and walk that's to probably crazy. 40 breweries. <laughs> Brooklyn is flooded. You could parallel park your cargo van on, on the, the left, left side. side. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you guys have done this. What? Wait, are you guys going tomorrow? Is tomorrow no, your day? No, So tomorrow should be our day. We are actually staying at home and we're brainstorming because our beer run west, which is Buffalo, Rochester, yeah, yeah. Finger Lakes or whatever, a lot of those breweries are coming to us or picked up by the distributors. So right we're on. trying to... Go somewhere new. We're trying to rethink. So we're sitting at home and asking people. And So to your point, the, uh, so when we started almost five years ago, we could go to Buffalo and pick up a bunch of breweries that would not 
be seen in this area. Heard of them? And here we are, five years later, and we struggle to go west because almost everything comes our way now. So, even in Rochester too. Correct. So now it's like K two hasn't signed here. Well, but they have. They have technically, but we are. They kind of wrote us into their thing. You remember this? They signed with Onondaga. Oh, they did. I don't think this is true. We're going to have to this have is a, a private story. This we're going to have, have a private conversation. <laughs> this is a true story. I'm going to call John. In my head. Call John Lato- <laughs> I'll call John Latosha right now. We'll find out if the deal's yeah, happening. Right? Go ahead. Call him. Uh, I'm, I'll just talk a bunch, and then you call him. <laughs> we'll do that. I'm going to grab the I'm gonna grab the Rip Van Winkle right now. Oh, Rippy, Rippy, Rippy. Keep talking. Uh, so it, it, the crazy thing is the scene has changed so much. We used to be ahead of the curve. Now we're finding ourselves we're trying to catch up somewhat behind it. And so we're going to spend a beer run day researching and reaching out to wow. people. Yeah, so it's to, not like we're What about, what about like, like downstate, I mean, Catskills? So we do, so it's either Beer Run West, um, New York City, or Hudson Valley area. But everything that we've done in Beer Run West or Hudson Valley has been picked up by distributors. So there's like two or three that we go to. To our, to our listeners, it, we are also sipping on, mm-hmm. uh, we were started with brandy, now we're going to some handmade bourbon by Old Rip Van Winkle, which mm-hmm. is where Pappy's made. Mm-hmm. Ten summers old, it says. Sleep many years in the wood. Not the woods, the wood. The wood. That's, that's correct. So I guess if you were the liquid, you'd be sleeping in the wood. All right, so that's where. And we are about to become liquid. <gasps> okay. There we go. Even just the there. sound of it being poured <laughs> right? gets me drunk. But no, it's ex- and I don't know, man. I just I I was scared that we were going to hit a critical mass. But now that I've seen, like we've talked about, I really think that we are getting to a point where maybe this is our thing. This is one of our New York State things because I'm seeing I more like and more people. It, it's really weird because, like, I played it on code today. Encore's down in Tully, for anyone who's listening. Uh, stands for Onondaga County. Seriously? I literally had no idea. I was like, is it an acronym? Because it looks like it's all capital letters. No, it was. it's for Onondaga County. And it was a big thing because Tully didn't have like a bar or uh, anything for like 40 some odd years. What? And I met Brian, their head brewer, yeah. through a friend of mine, Dan. Do you guys know Dan Dorrance? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Another dear, dear friend of mine. I'm sure you know Dan. Dan is a riot. A riot. And that motherfucker knows a lot about his beer, too. <laughs> a lot about his beer. A lot about his beer. I think that's an understatement. Yeah. Honestly. He probably knows. He he knows too much to the point where, like, dude, just shut up. There's a, Dan, I love you, but few, holy crap, dude. There's a few people we've come across. I would love to see their basements. And Dan, oh my God, Dan is one of those. Him and his brother have a thing before there, you guys were even open. They would get there to do the Christmas thing. I want to see does, their cellar. So, Dan, if you're listening and you can send me a, a message or a text or whatever, <laughs> I want to know, do you... Are there like multiple layers to your basement? You know, because you can't. There's got to be hidden walls. Beer. Listen, he lives in Liverpool. He's walls. not that far away. Yeah. There's got to be where, like wait, a wait, never, ending, going? never ending basement. Where was I going with it? Oh, oh so yeah, Uncle. Yeah. So Uncle. Uncle. So I met Brian through Dan because they were brewing beer together. And they got to a point where I went to a brew fest and then I ran into him afterwards and then we were sitting there and trying these beers and Brian's like, I'm going to open up brewery and Tully. I'm like, Tully? 
I'm like, of all fucking places, you're going to open this in Tully? And then eventually opened it up, and him and his wife, Aaron, are the sweetest people. And they have, to open a brewery in a place where most people are drinking PBR and to, and to push them into a realm to like, hey, like even today when I was playing there, you could see people that were just older people that probably drank PBR their whole life. They're coming in. They're now members. They're coming and pick up their member pack that day. And it's like, wow, okay. You did. You have been able to convince some of the old timers that that was a challenge for them. And that's Tully. my favorite. That's my favorite. Right. It's taking people it's converting that converting the PBR drinker, converting the, uh, uh, what do we, Utica club, like the, the old timers who think beer has to taste like watered down <laughs> swill to like flavor. I think that's so exciting yeah. when you can give them like you, baby steps, right? You, t- mm-hmm. you take them from the Utica club to like an, a crafty Pilsner and then you take them from a crafty Pilsner to like a slightly hoppy lager. Yeah. And you take them from a slightly hoppy lager to like, like that's it's what's a, exciting. It's a, and oh I, my God. I was watching, I've been it's watching so that cool. at places like that for the past couple of years. Cause my favorite thing now that I do most of my stuff at home is like when I'm playing, I want to play places that are really nice restaurants or wineries, breweries, places that are just doing just the vibe there. It's like, that's where all of us that were in our twenties that used to go out and just get drunk until two in the morning. We don't want to be out until two in the morning. Now, now we want to get, we want, we want to, we want day drink in the afternoon and we want to drink really good stuff. We want to eat really good food out of you. Our food truck, or you got a small kitchen that's doing farm to table shit. And then we won't be home by seven o'clock watching fucking Ozark. Okay. Speaking my love. Exactly. Now that's my love. But that's what, that's your, (laughs) that's your, probably your main, is that your, would you think your main demographic would be? Yeah. I think now more than ever, uh, maybe even pre pandemic, that was our main demographic, but now 1 billion percent. Yeah. So pre pandemic people, they go to the bars and restaurants a lot more. And then when that all hit, people were like, Oh my God, I still want to drink alcohol, but I can't do it at a bar or restaurant. So I'm going to go to branching out and get stuff and go home. And I think they got comfortable in that situation. Yeah. Now they continued it because it's half the cost and you're in sweatpants. Right. Yep. And we do actually have a lot of, parents of young children and teachers and like just people that going out isn't easy. Like you have to get a babysitter. You right. have to like, you have to be up early in the morning. You have to take do example for one. We're sitting here. Now I'm playing most of my gigs here. I have my own bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my daughter can hang out in the other room. It is not even eight o'clock. Right. Exactly. This and, is fantastic. Right. And and this is, this is where the world is trending a little bit more just because it's just safe. It's just safer that way. It's safer. And it, it, I'm from, but, I've always been a sweatpants kind of person. Right. Like I don't want to get dolled up and go to a bar. But are you getting, are you getting, no the, you, obviously you're getting the college, you're getting college no. kids. Really surprising. We get some. And uh, I think most of the college kids were getting and i'm for those who are listening i'm air quoting kids we have a lot of you um, have to be 21 (laughs) (laughs) true woof uh we we have a lot of upstate medical students who are not necessarily kids no no they're late 20s yeah they're early 30s people who are essentially Almost already professionals at right. this point, so we'll get, we're, we're blessed that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get some SU students, but they really have to seek us out. Like it's not just a, oh, you're here, I'm going to go get a beer. Like we're just not that kind of place. If you really want craft beer, 
Some uh, actually, a lot of the people from New York City will find us. So they've been used to a lot of really cool beer selection. So are you? Let me ask you this: Are you getting people that aren't local that are traveling to your places because? Well, so the students do, the right? The students, students but are you getting other people like, hey, we're we were in the area, we're either doing yeah. this or that, and we yeah. had to come by here and, and check Google out your us. shop, yeah. What's and we great, always ask, how'd you find us? Yeah, yeah. right. We, you, so we have some, uh, s- several regulars yeah. who do not live in the Camillus area. Like Florida. But like perhaps North have Carolina, family but, or connections yeah. here. And we are a stop. We're a mainstay for them. We're and I love it. part of their vacation. So we get a guy so who he's, so he's from PA. And anytime he's in the area, he will come and fill up. Two, three cases worth of beer, and I love it. And Polly, thank you if you're listening. <laughs> right. uh, he will also bring us stuff. He will. Which he is the other thing. He's, I love it. stuff like that. <sighs> I love it's so cool. We have some of the greatest customers. Our no, regulars from out of state will always bring us beer, and I think that is the coolest. That, thing. Well, that that's that's the whole other side. That's beer of beer. That's beer. I mean, I mean, I mean, we always are worried because I mean. Any kind of alcohol and stuff like that can have some negative connotations and and dark roads that go down. But there's this really cool side of like, man, the collectors, like people that are just like, hey, man, I'm in the tasting this. I'm in the appreciators and like the the art of it all. And that's where I think I love about this world of craft beer. Like I don't have to drink six of them every night. I can have one, just two, one or two and freaking really good beers. I'm like, dude, that was awesome. People who celebrate the craft are my favorite people. Seriously, like just appreciate what goes into making something taste as delicious as so many of these beers taste. It, it's it's such a cool thing when people are like, I I grabbed this for you, and it is important to me to yes. share it with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Because or just like, and it, it's not anything like wild. It's just this really awesome pilsner. And I think my brewery in my hometown makes a really awesome Pilsner and you yeah. need to try it. And I, I love that. Yes, please. Oh my God. Give me that. And, <laughs> yeah. That, and that's what I love. And, and it also pushes all the breweries to get yes. better because there was a time where you could just put out a brew and you're like, okay, well this is cool. But now there's so many, like you, you gotta be good, man. Yeah, you're going to get you eaten have your up. fan base. You gotta have your local. You gotta have your fan base or you're going to, die a quick and not even a slow death you're gonna open and close before you even know it gone you got to have something good and that's important to make sure that you're putting out quality it's important that you have somebody that knows what they're doing inside your brew room because i've seen places that they change brewers and all of a sudden you're like oh shit you better you gotta do something i did like that about myers creek i know we've talked about them a few times but they they took over that place but they didn't just take it over and like let their uncle brew the beer no they they recruited they seriously did i asked them recruited they they were smart because the company that bought that like we don't they don't like i don't know anything about that built the tanks they they built the tanks but they're like we have no company we have no idea what to do with a restaurant so they went and, and hired out big shout out to cody who runs the restaurant up there uh they grabbed him from 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 uh, Dark Horse, and he came yes, over, and he's running yeah. the he's running a restaurant. And then I asked him, like, where did you get this? Where'd you get your brewer from? And then he told me the story about the brewer. I'm like, well, you guys, and he's like, yeah, we did our research, Dave and we got a great research. guy. Yep, that's and, how and, you do it. And they're killing it out there. Killing you it. can taste passion mm-hmm. 
mm. and a beer. Yeah. It's, so maybe that's a little ethereal. I'm a licensed mental health counselor. <laughs> I know that. I know that. I know it. I know it. Right. But truly, someone who gives a shit about what they're producing, you can taste it in the liquid. We talk about that with, without a doubt. With Wild East. Every time you drink Wild East. Yeah. We're like, I, I taste the love. So yeah. their head brewer, Brett, we, we had a hilarious name because Britannomyces is yeah. one of these that you use in beer and his name is Brett. And we always joke that last time we were in the city, and they're obsessed with uh, last month, Feb- February, beginning of February, we had this wonderful exchange with him about um, a beer that had been in a fooder for what, 16 months or something like that. Whatever. A fooder is just a wooden tank. Yep. Yeah. So, um, he, he just couldn't even formulate words he was about so the excited. liquid. Yeah, he, and I think part of why he couldn't formulate words is because he was smiling so much. But so as we're drinking it, I, first of all, the liquid itself was outstanding. But his excitement and and passion—it was in the room. Yeah. It was in the liquid. It was everywhere. It, I'm I'm telling you guys, if you don't do craft beer. Talk to a brewer who can't stop talking and you will, you will, I think the the person who made me recently really fall in love with what they were doing is when I met Petro. And let's talk about Petro. Let's talk about Petro's DNA. Billy. Billy. um, Terry. Terry. I mean, because if there wasn't. Okay. So. Right. So let's talk about Petro. IBU, which Petro is like. Huge shout out to Petro. And then he trained Billy, who is out at Heritage. And then Terry, who's out now at WT Brews. Uh, He went to Talking Cursive and then Heritage. Yeah. Yeah. So man, really there's there Petro's yeah. DNA's order, but that's and a new when I first a new one. Yeah, and then I went to and then I, for, when I first met Petro, and they're like, "Hey, we want to do music like once a month." And Dunes got me up there. Ah, Dunes. Dunes. Shout out to Dunes. Dunes. Just a reminder, the Just Joe podcast is brought to you by EJA Moving Services. Located out of Utica, Rome area, they helped move me a couple years ago. They were fantastic. Check them out. EJMoving.com at 315-335-0516. The Just Show podcast is brought to you by the Royal Auto Group and Salesman Supreme, Jason Allen. He knows how to make a deal. Trust me, he's a good buddy of mine. I've seen him do it. You guys looking for something new, something pre-owned, something new to you? Take the short drive down 81 to Cortland, New York, to the Royal Auto Group. They have four different franchises there. They have Chevy, they have Buick, they have Nissan, they have Subaru, and they have many lenders for any credit situation. Their service is open for all your vehicle needs, as well as the state-of-the-art body shop. So stop down and see Jason today. TheRoyalAutoGroup.com or find Jason on Facebook and tell him that Just Joe sent you. The Royal Auto Group, home in the no-hassle, razzle-dazzle, $400 referral fee. This is just a reminder... That the Just Joe podcast is brought to you by Advantage Hardwood Floors Incorporated. 315-463-0674 for all your hardwood floor needs. Then I got up there and then I sat there with Petro that night and he's passionate, but he's very soft spoken. But then when you start getting into the conversations, you're like, oh, my God, this guy knows his shit, man. Soft spoken? Well, he is. Until until you get to know him. Half in the bag, too. But there was a time a year ago, I took a vacation to the Adirondacks and that was when I sent you a picture and I was with Terry because he was at Great Adirondack Brewery at the time. And he's like, well, you know, Petro's only like 45 minutes away. 
So I drove up to see Petro at the place where he was at. Like, what the hell was the name of the place? It was in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's seriously this brewery. Lake something. Uh, good, 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 good living. Good, good, good living. Yeah, good living. Good living. Is that what it was? Yeah. Li- li- no, living goods. Living ah, goods. Li- there it goes. Living goods. Living goods. Living goods. Living goods. Living goods. There was only one G. Yeah. So we had one G. And so then I went from there, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll probably go to Placid. He's like, well, do you, do you want to go to? Want to go up to Plattsburgh? Because it's just a hop skipping. So then we get in this. We get in the car and we go up to Plattsburgh. We ended up at the, the, there's two breweries on the old Air Force base up there. Valcor. Valcor. Is this trivia? Valcor and something with an O. Oh, hang on. That was the second one. We went to Valcor and that was where we went. And these people are listening right now. They're like, listen to these fucking drunks right now. So we're at Valcor and there's one right across. I want to say Optimus Prime, but it's not Optimus Prime, but it's it's an O. I love it. (laughs) But we went over there and I'm like, man. And Petro introduced me. And he, even in his short time up there before he came back here, he made a huge impression up there. Like that. Dude, that guy was bringing a spear from all of those breweries. Yeah. Like he wanted to make a difference. That man and he is, is passionate. Very about passionate. That's, this is, I think, where yep. this, this tangent started. It's like there's people that are just incredibly passionate about what they're doing. And that's. And you feel it. Right. You feel it in the beer. And I like it when people are like, all right, well, I'm going to. Try this. I'm like, all right, well, I don't know what it's going to taste like, but fuck it. Let's, let's go for it. Because, I mean, at this point, you, you can only make so many IPAs. You can only make so many styles. You can only make so many lagers. Like, okay, you got to push the envelope. Where are we going to push the envelope? I'm very curious where it's going next. Yeah. I mean, do you guys have a, do you have a prediction of where it might go? So, right now, super fruited sours yeah. are so popular. Like, slushy, thick like you pour it out of your can and it's like, glug, glug, yeah, glug, glug. That, that kind of. Anko's got a couple of those right yeah. now. This, um, this, and who, who did I had one that had pulp in it oh, from Rochester? Yeah. Mortalis? Fifth frame. Yeah, Mortalis, Mortalis is known frame. for that. And uh, they poured one out. Is that an hour later? And they're like, froth. I'm like, what froth. is that? It's that freaking pulped orange juice. Really they're like, is. well, it's got pulp in it. So I can see where that's going. So that's the new, that's the newest, weirdest style i don't i don't know where it's gonna go next. but i mean at some point it'll retract probably right that's what i honestly I that's what know. i'm hoping for so currently it's heavily fruited sours i want a resurgence of lager pilsner style it's, so and that's where that's where my taste buds are going Kolsch beer but i am let's get it's there happening slowly because it's been driven by the industry so right it's driven by the brewers and the people who sell beer and the people who I, I've been that Ooh, same way before, like, before everywhere I went, I wanted to try the IPA and I'm like kind of over IPAs at this point. I try your and, I'm, and I'm like, I want to try your Kolsch. And a lot of times I'm like, I just want to try your Pilsner. Yep. Oh my what God. What do you got for a Pilsner? Have you gone like, to Quintum? They do their slow pour. Yes. Where is it? In Canandaigua. No, I haven't. Slow pour and it's. I haven't been. I got. I was supposed we to be go. there last weekend because <laughs> I got so much shit to do this week. It's unbelievable. Okay, don't we'll pick you up at noon. <laughs> don't. I can't. I gotta get my. I got my daughter all week. That's that's come. my big. I know she would fine. love no, the fucking job. Canada was great. My buddy. Owned, my buddy owns Peacemaker. My oh, buddy nice. Todd. We love them. Todd. He comes up uh, every couple of weeks. Todd. Todd was um, from my hometown. Graduated. My older brother. Yeah. So, and a huge lover of music. And I met him Yo, before he got into obvious. all of this and he was still living here. And then when he moved to Candega, he was like, Hey, I'm going to open a brewery. I'm like, what? Okay. 
He's like, oh, we're gonna, I'm going to do it on the side where what his day job was. And then eventually that fucking took off. And then he closed that place and moved on to his other place. And now Canandaigua has got like seven fucking breweries in it. Yep. And they're we, all awesome. So we have a killer Irish red from Peacemaker right now. But, so, um, my, but yeah, the trend. And I would have brought yeah. you one. Yeah. My hope is, so I, I love a good triple IPA. I still love, I, I've, been, all right, all right. I've been chasing the arrogant bastard forever, right? Like that, <laughs> that punch right. on the tongue kind of a thing. Give me, give me some flavor that I just can't deny, right? Where's the dog? But I also I really saying. love Belgian Probably. style. I think Probably he's behind the bar. I just Hold on, he's no, he, Yeah, he's not a bad boy. He's probably no, on the he's couch. probably just on the couch. I, no, leave him. I was just was curious. I, so, uh, give me a good Belgian style beer. Give me a good Lager Pilsner style beer. Yeah, give me a great I, I, stout. I, I, I want to go. Me now that I've gone like to the one end of the spectrum. Like, let me try the craziest shit yeah, you got that's the world now right i want to go back and see oh. what it's like to go back to talking about like hey i grew up on pbr i grew up on fucking schmitz now let's see what they've done with those older style beers beers and what they've done to it now so that's why i kind of like the willow rock congress like everybody yep. in the area was like congress 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 it's like a syracuse, well, that, syracuse beer it's traditional my buddy mike ryan his his family was the one to own congress hey, really? yeah my buddy Mike Ryan, his family owned yeah. Congress when so it was up it, on the north side of Syracuse. Yeah, he has a lot deal. of he has a lot of the original shit. Yeah, cans and, his and house. posters, and that's really. We'll cool. have to take you over to his house. I'll take you over to his house. Yeah, and he's a. You think you and I love bourbon? And Scott, oh. that dude's next level. Oh, so let's go. Let's, we're going yeah, over. Go. Mike Ryan, I'm sending this to you, and we're all Hi, coming Ryan. over. He'll be happy. So, but yeah, con- I haven't tried their Congress. I haven't tried their version so, of Congress. Um, yet. Willow Rock got it from the. Society Library of Congress or something. No, that's not wrong. Exactly. That's why I am right, Margot. <laughs> We're not there. We're not there. Um, so they tweaked it. They modernized. Yeah, of course they had to. Sure. Because we don't drink the same things we drank fifty years ago. Well, so the, I the think- Congress is. You're talking late eighteen hundreds, early. That was before Ooh, pro- prohibition. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see if more people will do that. Let's reboot an old Pilsner locker. Yeah. Give it a new face. I mean, Genesee is there, right? Like they're doing it yeah. with their stuff. Well, Schlitz just came back Schlitz on the market for the first time. I have 12 packs of Schlitz. 50 years or whatever it, it basically is. basically tastes like Utica Club. Please don't fight me. Oh, I'm not going to fight you, but honestly. We do the Pepsi challenge with it. I will 100% we could, do that. I guarantee I could. Okay. Um, I'm oh, just, here we go. Just gonna say this. All I'm right. gonna say it okay. on air. Do it on record forever. For it. Schlitz is bad, you guys. It's no, not it's good. Not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not good. Okay. I don't remember the last time I had a Schlitz. I, I, I hope. Never had a I hope you never. I did. This is the first time I've had. No, I. I had it. Like I said, my grandfather drank Schlitz. Yeah, I never Schlitz, had it. Schlitz, Schmitz. That's ridiculous. Hams. Oh my. Hams. Black Label. I. I would love to see if your grandfather has a collection of cans somewhere. I would love. I would to have see to ask. That. Listen, that I would. Amazing. I would have to ask my uncle because when my grandfather passed, he did have those. He, my grandfather was an antique collector, so I'm sure there was some of that shit existing in the house. Okay. So I have to ask my uncle because he had that stuff. And my grandfather had that that thing downstairs, and I remember this is the funniest thing about Black Label. 
is that black label, you couldn't get black label anymore. And then we were on tour in like maybe 2003, 2004. And we were in Morgantown, West Virginia, college town. We're playing a place called one, two, three pleasant. It was right in the middle of the college bar scene. And we were playing there and the promoter's like, okay, well, you know, I'll have pizzas in your dressing room for your food. And here's drink tickets. And he just gave us 10 drink tickets. I'm like, are these 10 drinks a piece? He's like, no, they're $1 a piece, but oh, you know, okay. it's $10, you know, get you a couple drinks or whatever. Or you guys can pull it. And I sit down at the bar and I look behind the bar. And I'm like, Schlitz. and I'm like, I said to the bartender, I go, is that black label? He goes, yeah. I'm like, they, are they old? And he's like, no, they still make it down here. I'm like, what? I'm like, well, how much are they? He goes, they're they're a buck a piece. I'm like, I'll take ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I put all I'm ten tickets on the bar. bar. I'm like, I'll take all ten of those black labels. I, I right don't there. care if I'm going to drink them right and now. I was like, or man, I'm take them to the bus. And it, it, beers like that, like Utica Club. I love about Utica Club. It's got to be ice fucking cold. It's a it's ice cold following man. And it does because I mean the problem with Utica Club here in Syracuse is that we're bud we're bud town because of the brewery. Look at that. We're bud town. Dude, we fly we're through Utica Club. We we are a because craft you can't, beer store. We have so But we're so Bud much Town. Cover. People are very loyal to Bud here because Dude, of the fly brewery. through Utica Club. Well, yeah, sure. Because we don't sell Bud. We don't sell Bud. We don't. So uh, th- I guess that's the other thing to say. We don't sell that because you can buy it anywhere. Right. You can't buy Utica Club anywhere. No. People you can't. can't find it. They come to us to buy a 24. Once you get once you get past Casanova, you can get it everywhere. Oh, I see what you're saying. Bud has flooded. Bud is here. And especially if you're in the B, especially on your side of town. flood. Because you got to remember how many people are work, have worked there. Their parents worked there. Their grandparents worked at, at Anheuser-Busch and fiercely loyal. Yeah. Because that's you're like, hey, you're supporting the economy. So can you do that voice Kisser. again? The Bud flood. Yeah, the I Bud like flood. Bud wise. Oh my god! Bud. That was Super Bowl like yeah, eighteen years ago. <laughs> they did. Did you see the commercial this year? No, I they brought it. them all back. They brought all the slogans we back in one commercial because she was really hammered. And we were. Oh, yeah, it was Margot here? No, 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 oh. no, not she. Uh, we uh, we were hanging with some friends who will remain unnamed. That's fine. It's very obvious who they were if they are listening. <sighs> but anyway. But yeah, they brought back all the Bud slogans all in one commercial. And they brought back the Austin Powers. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. They didn't. So, all right. Now we, we, we digress. Uh, we, we digress. That was me. But um, but yeah, I like where where the beer is heading, where we're kind of going a little bit old school. But, I, I'm hoping I mean, so. I'm hoping we get lost. But I mean, I think you're going to see this. Yep. Kind of thing happened. And I don't think it's yeah. going to go anywhere. I honestly don't. I the don't, bubble that that we thought. I, I just didn't know how many more breweries could fucking. I, that's exactly what I was going to say is I don't know the bubble of breweries. So right now I think the bubble of breweries is locally based. So we've noticed a lot of West Coast breweries are pulling back. So we're not getting Boulder. We're not getting Bell's Point. We're not getting um, pulling, pulling back in the sense that they're not produce, producing they're not, as much. Uh, they're not distributing, so probably okay. not to producing as much. But they're not distributing. They're not trying to compete with the breweries here. So we already smart. have six hundred breweries. So That's why smart. are they trying to compete? Right. Or they're just buying them and then shutting them down so that they don't compete. Well, I mean that's what Bud. I mean when when Bud 
wanted blue moon and they couldn't get blue moon and they're like well fuck it we're gonna buy shock top and then they put they just tried to put blue moon out by doing shock top which didn't work no it didn't work because fucking shock top is not as good it's just gross you want a blue moon get a fucking blue moon get a blue moon (laughs) get a blue moon The, the other thing i think about with like especially in the age of the pandemic is uh so you mentioned boulder is is boulder not distributing to the east coast because they're slaying it in Colorado, yeah. so they don't need to send their beer elsewhere. You know, like so. I, That's I, a good I mean, thought, but I I don't think it's that. I think that the market is getting flooded, and there's people that are are locally brand loyal. So nobody's brand loyal. We've learned this recently. Nobody's brand loyal because you just want to try the next thing from the next guy. From well, the, why, why would you? It. Why would right. you want to be brand loyal? But you're also you're kind of regionally loyal, which as a seller of beer, that's what I've recognized, is you're kind of regionally logo, uh, loyal. So you want to try the newest thing, but you also want to try it from New York. Right. You're not going to try the newest thing from Bells or from Anchor or from Sierra Nevada. Like, there, there's not a lot of people clamoring yeah. for that unless you really, really, really love that brewery. Right. But they'll be like, okay, so what's new around here? And I'm like, okay. Okay, so I think that's like the new brand loyal. It's not brand, it's here. Yeah, you just want you want to get shit in your backyard because, I mean, we have everything at this point. You literally have everything. Like you said, the hops. This is the perfect culture for hops. It wasn't for that damn beetle or bug or whatever that ate all the hops. Yeah, kind of fucked up. Yeah, (laughs) fucked things up there for a minute. But, so, I I can't even ask you this because you can't. Yeah, it would be hard. It would be hard. It would be hard to answer. Like Syracuse, you're talking just Syracuse breweries, and don't feel like you're going to offend anybody. But like, you have a favorite? You got to stay super, super local. You can't go into the Finger Lakes. It's just Syracuse. Start listening. I mean, you got well. Do you not know your? No, I do. Syracuse local. I'm. I'm. I got mine. All right. Well, let's hear yours first. I'm TCBC all the way. Syracuse local TCBC. TCBC. If I can't go Kaz and do Myers Creek. Well, I mean, I guess you could count Myers Creek, but I mean, yeah, we'll count Myers Creek, but that's not in Onondaga County. Let's let's stay out of Onondaga County. So that's why why I'm saying TCBC. I love Beer Tree. I love Aurora. They're not Syracuse local. I love Evil Twin. I love Finback. That's... Nowhere near Syracuse local, so I'd go TCBC. I, they're just they're they're consistent with what they do regularly, and they're trying new shit consistently. That's a really good point. I do do appreciate that they get weird. Yeah, well, there's there's a thing where people get weird with their beers, and it's almost like, all right, dude, are you trying to be weird just to be fucking weird? Because this is weird. You need to have. Enough right. of good beer. I don't think I've had enough of TCBC to okay. make make that decision. Then this is now I have to do it. I'm glad we said it. But I said it. I, I do it. love Berry Dairy Corn. Okay. I love. They're very consistent. Talk about passion. Yes. So uh, I was knowledge. Yes. I was going to share a story earlier about, about Brian Bullard, uh, and you just mentioned Berry Dairy Corn. Sean Place, who is now brewing for Berry Dairy Corn. Dropped me off at the Landmark Theater for the Brewfest last year. And he and Brian Bullard were outside smoking a cigarette. And I was just chilling out with him. 
And then behind us, in front of me, behind them, a carjacking occurred <laughs> on, on, on that street. Dude, they like a vehicle pulled up <laughs> in front of the oncoming lane of traffic, like cut the oncoming traffic off. Guy gets out. The driver gets out, goes to the other vehicle. The passenger gets out, goes to the driver's side. The guy who was driving gets out and says, get the fuck out of my car. Get the fuck out of my car, motherfucker. Just like going nuts. And I start like ducking. <laughs> Meanwhile, Brian is leaning his back on. He's just his, chilling. His back is on a car. He's smoking a cigarette. Just he can hear what's out. happening behind him, and he's just, he hears yeah. everything. He's made eye contact with me as I'm like shrinking down slowly, <laughs> and he never moves ever. And Sean, God love him, is just like what, what, what? like <laughs> looking to his left while I'm shrinking down. The two of them are fucking just smoking, doing their thing, and I'm like. Crawling on my belly to safety. <laughs> right. You think you're going to have the G.I. Joe back into the fucking Honestly, like venue. Shrapnel. Anyway, buried acorn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, where are we going? But, yeah, but, but, no, but buried acorn and obviously Onco. Those are my two favorite because, is I mean. Onondaga County? Yep. It is Onondaga County. Wait, is it Onondaga uh, County? Onondaga County. But, Onco, but the cool thing about Onco is Brian really takes, he, he'll, he'll take some risk. He'll, yeah, put, he'll push the envelope. And like, man, every time I walk in there, I don't know the guys at Buried Acorn, but when I walk in Uncle, I go, what you got? So like, well, I got this, 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 and then, dude, that's somebody who just like wants to try. So like those, for anybody who's out there, that's where you, those are the, the now you have to pick, you got to pick no, one. Please stop. You have to. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I did. You Listen, I picked two. I picked two. And partly, and partly because Uncle just because I freaking have such a great relationship with them, and I love what they do there. So, but buried acorn, I mean, they're just like there's another one that they'll hey, we're gonna push the envelope. The chainsaws and they have a three percent beer. They have a fucking. 3% I love beer. that. Uh, here's what I'm gonna say about buried acorn. People in this area weren't and probably still aren't ready for buried acorn. I agree with that. What was the one with the beer with the freaking dolphin with the horn on it? Uh, Wolfen loves Narluga, which is a great IPA. It's a really weird IPA. I've never had anything like that in my it's life. It's like a Belgian IPA. Yes. Sometimes. Sometimes. All right. So you got to pick. Yes. yes, you have to. Yeah. Get you can in pick, there. You can pick yeah. two. I pick two. You got to pick at least one. Who did we leave out? I mean, you got no, no. That's no. not. How Let's go. No. Heard from in forever. <laughs> WT, you're, you're deflecting. WT, I be, you're listen. Deflecting. I feel bad because I haven't been over to see Terry I'm, since he's been the brew over at WT. Oh my god, I forgot he was there. Yeah, because he left up north to come back to be closer to his. He wanted to be yeah, closer to his I kid, and he got the gig there. over. He got the gig at WT, and I have not been over there. And Terry, I'm so fucking sorry that I haven't been over. Been over. Moved out of Beville, could you get out of my face? <laughs> <laughs> but I think t- I, I guarantee what he's doing over there is great. Terry's a great fucking brewer. But I can't say that's my favorite yet until I go there and actually. Oh, one hundred percent. I'm not. I wasn't about to say that. <laughs> I, I just need to go back there. So this. So you have to pick. Really you good. have to pick one. Have we talked about this bourbon? Yeah, we have. But we got you. Got to pick. You got to pick a beer, and then we can talk about the bourbon. I you got to take. I like beer. I like beer. Mm, wow. 
Well, I'm sitting. I'm trying to think of the other breweries that we haven't. I'm trying been. to as well. Like, I mean, you, you got Heritage. Really, got Heritage. I've got never Seneca been there. Street. I want to go to Heritage. What? I've never been there. Billy's, Sorry, Billy. Billy, Billy's killing it up there. He is. Billy's killing it. I wish it was shelf stable, Billy. Um. And then there's. There's uh, you got three one five. You got uh, you got I, I what's the, what the red, is it Red Hawk? Ho- what's customer? the one that does the Belgians? Red Hawk. Red Hawk. Yep. Which I've never been to. I've been you there. Eastwood. Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Big shout out to Pete. Full bore. You got UBL, which honestly would be my number two. Okay, there it is. Wait, who's UBL? Go with that. What? Who's UBL? What? This is it. This is it. I don't know. Right here. Wait, wait. What UBL is UBL? Is probably it. Where is I it? Think it's- it's up and coming, and it is going to be a man. Fly Road, I believe. So they're I have not. What? I'm, where is on Fly? East Syracuse. I think we brought a UBL. Did we bring a UBL? Did we? I think we brought. Okay, so Underground Beer Labs. Oh, okay. I've heard. I've heard of them, but yeah. I didn't know where yeah, they it's were. UBL. I think. Okay. They're, they're open for customers. I think like two or three. Okay. For minimal hours. But, but, they're crushing it. You know, now that we brought up Eastwood, man, I got a, I got major love for Pete. Oh. Wow, I haven't been to Eastwood. I, I went there on Christmas. Going there on Christmas Eve because he's a couple of years. He'll be there. He'll be open till nine o'clock on Christmas Eve, and that's the past couple of years. I go there on Christmas Eve, hang out with Pete. And the best thing about Pete is like Pete's been doing. The Eastwood's been around a long time. Yes, longer than anyone will know about it. And as salty and crusty as Pete is, Pete is incredibly passionate about his beer. But here's the thing about Pete. <laughs> I love you, but like, man, God, this is an amazing beer. When you, uh, I'm not going to do it again. What do you mean you're not going to do it again? <laughs> this is really fucking good. Ah, uh, whatever. I'm over it. No, he's no. over it. By the time it's already done, he wants to go on he's and move on to something. Right. <laughs> but he, when it comes to chocolate, any kind of chocolate, his is the. I've never had a better chocolate porter. Willow Rock. I love Willow Rock. Willow Rock. Just going right. to say, I so I to articulate for Carissa. The, the, My the brain reason, just farted. So the well, reason so she many. struggles a is because we own a shop that dis- right. that uh, not distributes, but but we we sell all of this. Right. So she's being political. You don't, and yeah, she's listen. My my podcast isn't so big that it's going to reach. Well, it might, it might. Maybe I'm giving myself. Maybe I'm downplaying what it is. Maybe. Uh, But so yeah, I mean, Willow Rock. And then there's Eastwood, Eastwood, there's Ubu L, there's. So, yeah. I didn't didn't know there was you. I've heard of it, but I forgot about it. And then we got anything but beer. I haven't heard from them in years. I haven't been down there. Literally, COVID, man. I haven't been down there since they've been in their old location. Their new location. Or their new location. So cool, right? Like they and then we don't. The whole there's nothing downtown anymore, other than talking cursive and <laughs> which is that video. I do too. But um, but I feel like I'm for, we're forgetting somebody. There's right? full board. Well, full like, board. I'm I, going to Northside. Really Stout beard. Stout beard. Stout beard. Stout beard. I get those confused. Like stout beard. I got well, a mug honestly, there. I think it was I'm in a beer club. I haven't been there in a while. Got my mug up there. I haven't been there in a while. I feel like there's somewhere missing. Well, I somewhere. mean, Middle Ages, but. Well, I mean, they're the grandpas. <laughs> they're the godfathers of beer. <laughs> well, you, you know what? How, what how we've not mentioned them, I feel bad. We have to mention. It was they, in my head. Like, they, are, they, they are the godfathers 
Oh, I love them. I probably love more them. than. They are so sweet. Well, they who came are. first, Empire or Ooh. Middle Ages? I think Middle Ages did by a couple of years. But can I just say because so I appreciate that you went before you. So the reason <laughs> the reason we haven't mentioned Middle Ages is because they're, they're a mainstay. Yeah, they are a Syracuse. And I feel, I, but I feel bad that I didn't mention them sooner because got, they've yeah, been I'm here for it. so fucking. Because I remember the first time I had a Middle Ages was probably ninety eight or ninety nine, somewhere around there, around the turn of the century. But my ex worked at the dinosaur whaling wench. Yeah, it was the whaling wench, and they were doing the ape hanger. For the dinosaur. Yeah. They were probably the first ones that like do a, hey, we're doing a collab. We're doing a beer for someone else That's in this area. Cool. Ape hangers still here. Yep. Let's talk. All right. right. Want to talk about Go high, ahead. high end beers that got me completely twisted. Back it up. Middle ages. When they did their 10th anniversary oh. party. Oh. And I was there at the little park and I went down and I mean, a 10th anniversary was Freaking almost 20 years ago. They at this make point. that beer still, by the way. Who doggy. So we went, a bunch of us went down to their, their party in August and they had all the bands were playing out there. And it was right when I was getting into being with K rock and K rock gave me a bunch of beer tickets. And I went, I was going up and I was buying their 10th anniversary, 10th anniversary. And Bad I was idea. drinking in the sun and I had about six of them in me. And then things got, I don't, things got really fucking <laughs> fuzzy, man. And I'm like, what's that? And they're like, 10th anniversary, it's like 10%. It was 10%. But yeah, we got we have to give props to Middle Ages. Oh my God, yeah. We go down every because year for their anniversary. Honestly, we we slide in right at the end. So I think it's a Sunday and we close at five and they close the, the beer booth at like six. Yeah. Or like seven, maybe or whatever. And I'm we, just so glad a couple of years ago they finally like made a proper, proper tap room. Oh my god, it's gorgeous! I know, right? It's gorgeous. But for years they didn't. It was, didn't it was have just one. like a hole. It was a, like a hallway. But who? I mean, they spawned a lot of people. And I mean, Tim from that would went on the Empire started at yeah started at Middle yeah. Ages. Oh god! Oh yeah, they so, created and 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 fuck. gave a little lift to so many people. Like yeah. here you go, here you go, baby. Yeah, there you go. go, go out in the, the world. beer world. But go yeah, the you're, beer world. Joel's right. They were uh, so established. Yeah. Oh, I honestly, when we were talking about, it, I thought of them and I thought of them, and I was like, "Yeah, man, Middle Ages is Middle important. Ages," and they've been oh, they've been boy. they've been crushing oh, it ever boy. since. Joel what do you got there, buddy? Joel just got a big beer. What is it? Is that a big boy? It's just a Belgian style Trappistale. I don't even know what, what? a Belgian style. What? 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 Nine percent Trappist right. ale. What's What's Trappist mean? The monks made it. Really? So truly, this is the only. Um, United States true Trappist beer brewed in Boston, the only monastery that is making beer. What? As far as we know. Well, as far as they're distributing, well, I'm it's just their claim to fame. Oh. <laughs> That's good. Pour some in your glass. I got oh, whiskey yeah. in there. You guys have to tell a story while I go to the bathroom. You know that, right? We can do that. What tell, story do you want to know? Tell whatever you want. Lead us in. Wow, give us a t- Um, I don't know. What's a story? Well, talk about, um, we're talking about Middle Ages. You got a, like a story about oh. Middle Ages? 
Tell a story about mental age. Just why I go to the bathroom. Okay. So, every time we go down there, I was just telling him that we slide in at the very end. And uh, they give us free passes, which is amazing. But um, we can never get to the beer tent. So, we park. And we always bring barley because we're coming from the shop. And we try to get to the beer tent. <laughs> Before it closes, and it's like a one-hour walk. It's 100 feet, and it's a one-hour walk. Can you describe why it takes that long for us? Why? <laughs> because everybody knows barley. So we take two steps. Is that barley? Yeah, it's barley. And we take two steps. Oh, my God, it's brand you know. Yeah. Can I just get a beer? <laughs> We take two steps. This is the this is the true uh, Carissa right here. First world problems. Exhausted after being <laughs> at the shop. I just want a beer. <laughs> please, please, just give me a beverage to sustain me for the next however long we're here. <laughs> this last year, I literally booked it. I like. I think I jogged. I, I had barley on a leash and I jogged to the beer tent because I wanted a beer before they closed and I didn't want anyone to stop me. Which is fine, but I was stuck with barley while she no, jogged. No, I took barley. I jogged with barley. I think you're misremembering. No, sir. No, I am not. I jogged past the porta potties with the dog. They've taken over my pocket. Because I knew that I. Had to have him or you would never make it to the beer tent. And I had three beers and a dog leash. I specifically remember having a dog leash around my wrist. We've taken over your podcast. But the thing is, it's with lies. It's not with lies. Oh, my God. You're the worst. That That was a good kiss there for a second. We're trying to get a picture of the dog because he's so cute. The dog we speak of. Seriously, though. Oh, my God. It's a great oh, picture. There it is. Uh, it's a little blurry on the dog part, but it's Sorry. worth it. Anyway, these are first world problems where I can't get a beer at the Middle Ages Brewfest, not because I don't have drink tickets, but because Barley is too much of a celebrity. That's the one. Yeah. We, we actually missed food one year because we couldn't get to the food trucks. We missed food, we missed music, we missed everything because we love you all so much. No, because everybody loved Barley so much. Because, so this is a middle-aged brews fest? Yeah, we, we, so the first year we didn't even get beer and we didn't get food because we couldn't make it. Like, what is two this? Feet. What am I drinking here? Evil That's, Twin. Oh boy. Dumb fruit. Sour. Yeah. Yes. Sour ale with blueberry, raspberry, concord grape. You ready for a fruit smoothie? Yeah, so, so this is kind of what we're just talking about. Yeah. So you had a very nice, healthy, uh, faw meal, and now you're going to have some fruit, liquid fruit in a can. Holy shit. Is there alcohol in there? That's 7% alcohol? That is dangerous. <laughs> that tastes, this is the That new. might be the most dangerous beer I've ever this, had yeah. in my life. This is the new stuff. My daughter would drink this. Yup. So, y- yes. So this is. Uh, <laughs> yes. What was that beer she tried? She loved I it. Re- I can't remember, but I do. And we went, we went to, we went remember, to that cookout. And that day I remember calling her mother. I'm like, listen, I got to tell you something. She's like, everything. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But I got to tell you something right now. I'm like, 
Avery had some beer today. She did? I'm like, yeah, I just wanted you to know. So she didn't come home and, and then yeah. blow up. Yeah. And she goes, well, what kind was it? And I can't remember what I remember telling her what kind. She goes, she did you like it? I go, she loved it. She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> she well, would love so, this. So that's the problem with. So what the, the, is this? I'll, I guess I'll just coin it the sour sweep, right? Like everyone is making a heavily fruited sour right now. And honestly, they all taste like fruit smoothie breakfast shakes. There isn't anything, and and there's seven. It's like something I would drink, like, and then go to the gym. Like, hey, I'm gonna put a little right, right. Yeah, all you need to do is add your whey protein, and you're good to go. And no one will know you're buzzed. You're fine. Oh my god, we saw that YouTube video of the chick on the treadmill who went to like take a sip. Did you see it with (laughs) With the white cloth? Yeah, Yeah, the curly. I saw that. Someone's like, something tells me Um, this isn't a bit. Just take the dumb fruit. Just take the dumb fruit with you to the gym. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, it's seriously uh, when they say you can't target kids with um, cigarette ads and stuff. It's dangerous. it's dangerous. We are we're getting there with Bear Man. This tastes like heisey, juicy juice. You know, like fruit punch. It is all right. Well, let's let's start on the downside. It's I think we've hit everything that we could possibly hit at this point. <laughs> we just won't shut up. Right. No, but um. We've talked about the growth. We've talked about where it's headed. We've talked about our favorites. We're not opening the second store in case anybody asks. Why? Is it people Why ask? Everybody asks us all the time. And, over here. They want one over here. Well, we do need one on this side of town. I'm fucking be honest with you. And we Clay. need one. We get one in, will you open one in Clay? So just on the record, I'm going to say this one more time and then a, oh a billion more times. I am a licensed mental health counselor. I have a private practice. I do that three days a week. And then I'm at the shop three days a week, which means Carissa's on her own six days a week. <laughs> Wait, because when I'm, I'm trying there, to do the math. Uh, yeah, 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 we can do the math. But when yeah. I'm there, I'm drinking, triple I'm, IPAs. I'm drinking triple IPAs and moving things around. <laughs> I pick things up. I put them yeah, down. Yeah, I pick things up. I put them down. and Which is why you don't get paid yet. <laughs> four and a half years it's great four and a half years great, great chatting with y'all bye <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean but there, there, there is a need I mean I know that you guys aren't there but there definitely would be a need on this side. I mean the here's the thing you can go to Wegmans on this side of town and you're going to find a ton of yeah. beer but you're not there's nobody there to help you unless exactly. there's somebody else wandering around there and you're like Hey, have you ever had have this? you had this? And, you know, that's yeah. usually the conversations that you have in that part of the store. Uh, but you don't have someone that's like like that unless you're going to go up to all the wander. If you want to do that, you go to all the wander and Dan and Joe and Brendan, yeah. anybody yeah. who's working up there. They're going to help you with that, too. So I think and you is. can walk out of there with with, you know, four packs and everything. Sometimes they're just open. Just like, hey, come in and I can't remember what day it was. I don't know if it was New Year's, New Year's Day. So even Valentine's Day, I think maybe they were just open and you could go on and just get and they will do that. Um, but I think that's the closest we've gotten this side of town on the east yeah, side. I think people crave the singles. Like it's really what sep- separates us from other places. It's like Wegmans has their pick six, but it's it's what they broke. It's the cheap stuff. It's the like it's regularly right. repetitive. And for us, you Anything. Yeah, you can't. Wegmans has gotten 
bigger with that. Yes. You know, they have. they have definitely had that one side where they're like, all right, well, you can get pretty much everything, but not everything. Right. Like you yeah. guys can, anything in the store, you can get a single. Well, that's the thing is like, uh, what is it? One twenty minute. It's a $42 four pack. So not everybody Holy wants to shit. buy it for, and you have to go to customer service at Wegmans to get it. Like it's behind the desk. I didn't know you could buy that up here. Yeah. So we have it and you can buy one. It's 12 bucks. If you've never had it and you've heard all your friends talk about it and you want to share it with people. You, but you, you, you only need one. You only need one. You're either, you're either starting your night with it or you're ending oh, your night with it. Oh, please don't end your night with that. <laughs> so so I, just, <laughs> I just want to say that one is the beauty of our shop. You can roll in there and only roll out with one beer. Right. Spring We're, cash. <laughs> Yeah, get more of that. So I so, can pour that on pancakes. Yeah. Oh, you would want to pour that on my uh, yeah my, my, my pancakes. <laughs> you want to pour it on my please. pancake, baby? Uh, yeah. So Did you make pancakes? No, not yet. That oh, okay. All right. Okay. After go we, on, go I on. made them today for Avery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, and poured this on them. No, I will tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, she'll be back here to, on Tuesday. Yeah, I think I'm going to send her to school after pouring some of that. Oh my god! <laughs> like, what the fuck? She you fell asleep. Finish that story. So you told her that that was it. That was it. And the mom's what was like, "The beer." I can't remember. It was. I remember it was Memorial Day weekend last year, and I came in. I was going was to a it cookout. Like beer, beer. It was, was a beer, beer. No, and she liked it. It was beer, beer. I do. It was a sour. I remember this. I don't remember this. Right. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was like a super fruited. That makes sense. We're we're on the same page, okay. right? Right. But yeah, but when she got there and then we got there to the party and she went driving, I'm like, I, I'm not breaking any laws by saying it. But my daughter, yeah, my here's the thing. That's I was nice. I was right around, nice. I was right around I was right around that age when the first time I ever had a beer, I was probably five, right? And I was at my dad's. My dad would played in a, in softball league out in Oswego County. And it was all, he was in a fire department. My dad was a oh, yeah. fire chief in Codnoy. So they had a Swigger County softball league and it was all the fire departments. And, and, and that was the way them get together a couple times a week. And it was more of a less social oh, thing. Right, yeah. And we ended up, we were at Phoenix, uh, fire department and we're in the, in the, the downstairs and they had, I don't, all I remember this is a very fuzzy memory. I was young as fuck, but I remember them. They're like, they sang this song to like, exactly, exactly, exactly. no, oh, kind of, oh, oh, oh. kind of like that. But it was like, here's the brother Jimmy, the best of them all. And you, and, and it was like, oh, it's your turn. Drink, chug a lug, drink, chug a lug, drink, chug a lug, drink, chug a lug. And while you're, they were singing, you had to chug your beer. Ooh. Right. And, da, 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 da. and then they go, here's the brother Tony, the best of them all. Drink, chug a lug. So then I went over there and they're like, Here's a brother Joseph, the best of them all. And I remember picking up my beer and they were, I was doing the drink, chug a lug drink. And then all of a sudden I feel, I hear my mother going, what the hell? <laughs> Coming in from outer space out of nowhere. <laughs> and at that point I, I, I had a probably a 12 ounce beer in me and I was five. Good. Yeah. And I just remember it would get, and I remember my mom just yelling at everybody, but these guys were encouraging it. Of course. I am shocked you were able to, to do that. Yeah, that was 1980, in my yeah, what was your first beer? All right, so that, my, here's, that's a good way to end it. In my father's kitchen, 
at his island. It was Miller or worse. <laughs> right. Something right, bad. I hated it. I fucking hated it. He, he, I showed interest. He gave it to me. I sipped it. And I think I vomited immediately. <laughs> I hated it. So it was yeah. not a fond memory. I don't remember what what that beer was, but it was something off the keg in the fire department. It didn't matter because of the song, right? But the song that was the song that I remember, and I do no remember one sang me a song. I remember I might being have been more encouraged. I didn't show up, but I do remember being highly dizzy in the back. The head with your but I, it wasn't my fault. Up as much I couldn't as have I been in trouble. It was them. Up. They were fucking encouraging this. <laughs> They got in trouble. I did not get in trouble, but I do remember our drive from Phoenix back to Conway being very spinny. <laughs> very, very spinny. Can you see this guy? I'm I know. I love Barley keeps going behind the bar. It's like, what do you so do? Do you need something? Do you don't want call me Barley for nothing. All right. So what was your first beer? So I don't have a first beer story because I'm pretty sure it was my brother oh, giving me like a honey brown. Wait a Honey Brown. So is that yeah. why you that peaked it when I said yeah, that earlier? I really I love, loved Honey I love, Brown. I, I remember love, watching my honey aunt brown. pour you, out Honey Brown. Um, do you have Honey Brown at the it. shop? No. Can you could? still get Honey Brown? Oh, yeah. I could order it. But mm. I do have a fun story okay. of my parents giving my first alcohol. So my okay. brother was a troublemaker and he broke all the rules and I was the princess. I wasn't the princess, but I hid all of his secrets and looked really good. <laughs> so I looked like I wasn't as much of a troublemaker. But fast forward 10 years and I come home. It's my 20th birthday because I am a December child and I come home for like December break from college. Capricorn? Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Yep. Used to be? Isn't there a new one? I don't know. There's there's like a new Is one. it really? There was like, a, they right. added like a... I don't fucking yeah, know. This, we can't go down this road. <laughs> I'm a Leo, so I don't I, care. I'm Pisces. Yeah, I don't even care at all about any of it. <laughs> um, but I came home. It was my 20th, and we went to the Tony Bar. We live in a really, really, really small town. What? Clifton Springs in Phelps. So Phelps, oh, yeah, yeah. Phelps Clifton Springs was my school. District. I actually just booked some gigs at a new little cafe that's out there. Shut up. Tell me. Yeah. I, well, shit. It's called the local palette or palate. P A L A T E. Okay. She just opened it recently and been doing Phelps really well. Or Clifton. Phelps. Phelps. Maybe Clifton. I don't know. I don't care. You went to, you went to Phelps though. So the school. All right, just- go ahead. Go ahead. I'm the sorry. The school district sorry. had to encompass like 17 towns. So right, the school true. district was Phelps Clifton Springs, but it included like Manlius yeah. or not Manlius. Um, anyway, bunch of different little towns. Um, so we went a town over to Phelps and had went into a bar and I was like, why are we going into a bar? This is so weird. Like I'm 20 and you're my parents. And my dad goes, what do you want? And I was like, what's happening? You know, it's my 20th. I don't think they knew. I don't think you can. I don't. What your parents did, forgot? My, what old I, what age? They thought you were twenty one. They're like, she's twenty one. They're like, no, one hundred percent. And I said, I went to Long Island Ice Tea. Oh go, God! Yeah. Of course she did. And my dad goes, "What's that?" And I go, "It's like a mixed drink." He goes, "I'll have one too." And I was like, "Oh God!" Did they make it at this Me place? Me and my dad had a Long Island Ice Tea at this podunk oh. place in Phelps. What was the name? Which of I'm it? pretty sure Halfway House. Okay. I'm pretty sure the bartender was a 
like a classmate at some point. Right. Probably dropped out. At some right, point. right, right, right. Um, but she looked at me and was like, okay, okay. And I was like, I, I, I remember leaving that bar telling my parents like, you know, I turn 20 tomorrow, <laughs> right? Like not 21. And that, that was it. We were friends. We went, that was the day we went from mom and dad and daughter to friends. Yeah. When I was 20, not 21. I'm pretty sure they just messed it up. <laughs> they, they misfired. They, they totally, and they just went with it. They were like, okay, <laughs> we're just going with it. I think my daughter and I have already gone to that point because yeah. we've already had, we've already sipped a beer together. She won't, she'll smell the whiskeys. She, she'll pour them. She'll come in here, daddy, you want a beer? Because she doesn't, she hasn't deciphered the difference between this is whiskey, this is beer. But she'll go back there, like on my Twitch stream. It's so funny because you only see like oh, her no. eyeballs behind the bar. It's the cutest fucking thing. And she'll be like, all right, we're doing this one. She'll grab that. A lot of times she'll grab Jack because, listen, I have a lot of high end whiskeys and in bourbons and scotch and everything, <laughs> but I love Jack Daniels. I still love Jack Daniels. I always will love Jack Daniels. It's either you're either a Jack guy or a Jim guy. Um, I like Jack. So, but she'll leave, she'll pour that. But I feel that I've had these visions. I'm like, what's this going to be like the day where I actually like sit down <laughs> and get, you know, have a couple drinks a with your kid. With a your Long Island iced tea with your kid. A Long Island iced tea with my kid. Oh, my dad was bombed by the time we left. I bet he was. How many did you have? Were you bombed? Were you oh, bombed? I was oh, God. He's like, what's in this? I was like, I'm not tea. Not tea. <laughs> no, it's the combination of everything. It makes it taste like tea. Jack is fine, but I've had two very bad experiences. Most people with have. Jack, yeah. So one was um, in 2000, I was oh, in boy. Erie, PA. We're supposed to be wrapping it up. Yeah, I that's know. Right. No, yeah, I'm, we, that's all right. got to be a good story. Just two quick Jack stories, that's all. Um in, uh-huh. in 2000, I was in Ear PA picking my girlfriend up from whatever college is over there. Mercy Hurst? You're who? There was somebody else before her? <laughs> what are you talking about, Margo? <laughs> this is 22 years ago. Just, <laughs> just want to clarify. Did you go to Mercy Hurst? Maybe that's it. That's the big that, college that in seems Erie, right. yeah. yeah, that seems fine. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, I picked her up. We were on whatever highway, 90, whatever. Uh, broke a serpentine belt on the highway. Oh, you're fucked. We were. The AAA came, rescued us. We were on our way to a Sabres game. So we ended up there halfway through the second period. I pre-gamed alone with, I don't like... Whatever, a 375 milliliter bottle of me. One of those? Yeah, uh, what's on, what's the lower one than that? Oh, the, the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. I drank all of that. Mm. And then I woke up a couple days later, and that was bad. Uh, a couple days? Yeah. I. <laughs> that, listen, just, you're, you're not the only person I've ever had to have that. They're like, I got on a train in New York City, and, and then they woke up in Chicago. Well, they were supposed to get up in fucking Syracuse. And they woke up, and then they had to buy a fucking ticket to get back to fucking Syracuse. Fortunately, I lived in Buffalo, so we went to the Sabres game, and I was pretty close to where. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank God. Uh, then 
Carissa's brother and I did a bunch of shots of Jack in the parking lot before the Sky Chiefs game. No, your brother's the reason I can't drink Jack. Oh, okay. And apparently almost the reason why he can't drink it either. I'm fairly certain I had several tables and chairs thrown at me in a field while I was trying to urinate as a result of... Yeah. Wait, 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 Sky Chief, how the fuck did you end up in a... All right, so all right. the Sky Chiefs... Well, you skipped you over the, a lot of shit. If you go to the back of the Sky Chiefs, there's like um, a hedgerow. I don't want to even like... It's like weeds, basically. Like closer to the, where the railroad tracks are, yeah. right? Yeah, so, so what they would do is they would plow through like four feet of weeds, right. damp them down, then take a, a left or a right, hard left or right, and then that would be your bathroom. So they'd go five feet. Oh, left okay, right, gotcha, right. gotcha. And so when you're pre-gaming or whatever, tailgating... Drinking a bunch, you'd go into that little like cove in the, the weeds. But okay. while he was in there, my brother decided, and all of his friends decided to throw everything we had while we were tailgating. And so there was like five chairs and a table and a cooler <laughs> being thrown at Joel while he was paying. I forgot about the cooler. Thank you. <laughs> so I did. I survived this event. <laughs> Clearly, I'm here now, um, unscathed. By the way, none of none of those objects hit me. I do not remember the rest of that event. Though. So you didn't go to the game and everything, right? Oh, I went in there. Yeah, I think I vomited in the bathroom at the at the at the Chiefs. Yeah, wherever that is, MBT, whatever. It's yeah, called. yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh my god. Well, so dude, that's why Jack Daniels and I. Yeah, my friend, my friend's like, really. I'm like, you want to do a shot of Jack? He's like, we, me and Jack don't speak. I'm like, what happened? He's like, I got in train in New York City, come home to Syracuse. I woke up in Chicago. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, a day later. Because, I mean, trains don't go that fast. I mean, they go fast, but yeah. they're stopping all the time. Yeah. That's significant. That's yeah. significant. I'm like, you woke up in fucking Chicago. I'm like, when did you black out? He's like, I don't know. I got on the train. You're asking so, me when I blacked out. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I, I can relate, but not Jack Daniels related. I was at a golf tournament in Toronto, and I blacked out due to a migraine. And my significant other at the time, I'm sorry, honey, another there was, one. There was Wait, no other who? women before you. Uh, brought me across the border somehow. I have no idea. I woke up in my apartment two days later. Two days. I blacked out almost two full days of my life. How did you From feel? Canada to the U.S. That you went different countries. Man. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I think that's a great story to end on. Next time, <laughs> next time we have back, we just got to do just bourbons. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. We got to we just get into the bourbons because we didn't even talk about the bourbons. I 100% agree. But we do. But uh, for anyone listening. Um, branching out bottle shop.com, correct? Sure. Uh, it'll be all in the socials and everything like that. Uh, whether you're in the area, you can, ch- or if you're not, you can check out their in- Instagram. If you end up coming to the something in your area, you can stop by. They don't have any other employees. So you're going to run into Joel or Chris or both of them, and you're definitely going to run into Barley. Yes, he's only taken uh, two sick days in four and a half years. Barley? Two sick days. You were, you were sick, buddy? So one day he, um, he got blisters <laughs> on his pads from chasing fire, oh, okay. which was from the rocks under his feet. And then the second day was when we found out I was deathly allergic to bees. And I spent the day in the ER and he also 
bit the beast. Oh. He was protecting mom, and his face was very swollen. <laughs> That's all right. Those those are pretty valid. Those are pretty valid reasons to miss. Work Bleeding paws and yeah. swollen face. I'm going to make sure that Barley's in the picture of all the all the social media for this, but. Stop by Branching Out Bottle Shop. Tell them that Just Joe sent you. Tell them that K-Rock sent you. You can listen to them on Beer Fridays often. I think you guys are at least there once a month, right? Mm -hmm. At least once a month. And uh, I don't know. This was fun. This is the longest podcast I've ever done. I'm so sorry. I don't give a shit. People listen. What do we care? It's my podcast. People can chunk it up. Listen, I, Joe Rogan goes for three hours. It takes me like two, three days to get through a podcast. Doesn't matter. Do it. Do it. Do it. So we'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll be back next week. <laughs> All right. Till then, to, huge shout out to my sponsors, EGA Moving, and also stores now located in the Utica area, servicing all of Central New York and beyond. Jason Allen and the Royal Auto Group down in Cortland, and also my good buddy, Charlie, over at Advantage Hardwood Floors. Thank you. You heard the advertisements throughout that. If you want to advertise on the Just Show podcast, let me know. You can come over. You can hang out. We can eat fa. We can drink... Pappy, or whatever the hell we drank tonight. All right, everybody, peace. Yeah!